Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be sure that this is, be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Ours. Robin and Bayana's thoughts and feelings about mm-hmm. the book. Today mm-hmm. we're discussing chapter 11 of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows: The Bribe. Can I say, like, two things before we get into it? One, you, like, walk in your house and you're like, damn, it's hot. Why is it so hot? And then you realize that your oven's been on for the past, like, three hours and you killed yourself. Oh, shit. Yeah, that just happened. So I'm, like, discombobulated. My. It'll, hopefully it'll fade during the recording. Two, I think it was Dana or D who went. So we have a, sl- a channel in our Slack for MVPs and benches. And mm-hmm. it was D. D like today was like chapter 10 MVP and bench. And I was like, chapter 10? Whoa, was she getting ahead of herself? And then I was like, no, we we're on chapter 11. That's mm-hmm. crazy. It is. It's 11 weeks of Deathly Hollows already. Already. Damn. When you put it that right. way, shit. <laughs> um, <It's crazy. laughs> but before we get into that, we have announcements and reminders. Oh, no. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. We want to know your thoughts. Um, use your has- the hashtag wizard team on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog. Love wizard team. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create and you can become a Patronus or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. Um, and we have wizard team merch. So head over to our website and step up your nerd fashion and stationary game. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can do that at blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard Team News. Um, Black Wizard History Month is two days away. Lies! So that is a thing that was fun for y'all and requires that we get some shit together. But like, it's mostly together. You'll be fine. You won't even know. Um, it's the, it's for, the thing, you know what I mean? It's like all smooth sailing. And then underneath the water, we're just like. Yeah, exactly. And when I say we, Got I'm it. Connie and Bayana. And I'm like, what was I supposed to do? I was supposed to do something. I forgot. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it's not, but we will. We are working it we're out. We're working on it. So, for the month, entire month of February, we will be putting out a piece of content every day celebrating the Black characters and headcanons from the Wizarding World. Um, get ready for live events, Hogwarts BSU content, critical companion essays, live tweets, Twitter challenges, and a lot more. Yep. Yeah, so, so, we're starting with our first live event on February 2nd at 6 p.m. Pacific Time, Pacific Coast mm-hmm. Supremacy, Deborah. Mm-hmm. All up in the newsletter, spewing lies. Um, she done forgot where we came forgot. from. That's I had to crazy. put an editor's note. It was crazy. That's why. Like, I don't want to censor you. I don't want to be like that person. But like, we can't just have lies in the newsletter. Right. Anywho, February 2nd, 6 p.m. Pacific time. We will be live tweeting the first two episodes of the Netflix show, Siempre Bruja. Which means like witch, witch something. Always a witch. Always a witch. So if you're on Netflix and you're looking for Simple Bruja, it might be on all under always. Like the, the title art might be might say always a witch, which is stupid because it's better in Spanish. 
It is it all, it is better in Spanish. So yeah, first two episodes on February eighth at also at six p.m. Pacific time because we also really just like that time in general. We've come to learn, but mostly because we're trying to be nice to y'all East Coasters, even though you like, know you we spread don't really lies. care. Um, like we could just do what we gonna do. So on February eighth, all of the real cool people at, are on this side of the country. Not that's a lie, but okay, it's not. But <laughs> it should be that way. <laughs> It should. Um, so, Twitter chat, February 8th, 6 p.m. Pacific time, about being Black in the Harry Potter fandom. So, join us for that. You, um, All of these things, we'll use the hashtag BlackWizardHistory. Um, so, you can join us then. That'll be fun. And February 16th, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, also 6 p.m. Pacific time, we will be having a live wizard team at 7th West Bar in West Oakland. Um, special guest is Eliana Yisrael, director extraordinaire, future owner of Hollywood, princess empress of Hollywood. Um, <laughs> and she will join us. We will live stream um, for our $15 patrons. Uh, full disclosure, we're figuring that out. We will hopefully live stream, but we are also magical and technology and then technology on the go, like in a new location. But we are. But we are actively we are working actively on it. So we're like, on it. plan to plan to watch us. I don't know how great the watching will be. If, it, if it's not, the if audio the watching doesn't, will be out. Also, if the watching doesn't work, we'll still put, like, like, like honestly, I'm operating on it's happening. Yes. If it doesn't, we'll put the audio, we'll put a video that's, you know, whatever. It'll work. Right. It's, y'all are getting something you, from the live stream, you will from the see, live show. You will see the fruits of the labor. Um, if you're in the Bay Area, though, it's even a better time to come through, like, 7th West Bar. West Oakland. It's like right. It's literally you get off at the West Oakland Bart stop, which like every Bart runs through, basically. Like mm-hmm. every Bart, I believe that you take. No, just from that's not true. Um, which one's on the San? It's on the San Francisco line. Oh, so if you're going from Richmond, you don't. If you take the Richmond all the way down, if you're coming to Fremont, from Richmond, but if you're coming from Fremont, it's a. It depends. It's a different. Okay. They don't. It doesn't go through everything. Well, almost everyone, except for the Fremont line, you might have to do one tra- one transfer. What's one transfer? You get off at the West Oakland BART station, and then you walk literally five minutes. It's so easy, guys. Come on, come through. Super easy. See how we made it BART accessible folk- for folks who are not driving? Yes. Shit, I might be getting there on BART. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so all these things, like I said, you can participate by using the hashtag Black Wizard History. We're going to have a Twitter challenge that's going to go up on February 1st, and then you just, like, respond to those the whole month. Um, We'll have, like I said, Hogwarts BSU uh, posts going out, Critical Critical Companion. Um, So, like, every day there's going to be something. Yes. So just, you know, watch the space. Yes. All right. Patroni cheering charms. We have two of them. They both start with A. Um, shout out to Aaliyah and Ashley. Um, we appreciate you. Um, you squad. Thank you. Your contributions will help us uh, do all these f- cool things we're trying to do in February and beyond. And we love you for it. Yeah. You're, the, you're a real one. We're out here. Gang, gang. (laughs) Um, Magical birthdays. Um, Today is Lily Potter's birthday. So shout out to Lily. 
for a mother's love being Harry's mom and for knowing who she is and you know not standing for Snape's BS yep and also like no never mind no I'm not gonna be that person anymore I'm gonna rise above (laughs) (laughs) gonna be (laughs) not rise above I mean, we have enough going sure. on in this chapter. Okay. So let's just, let's let's just rise go it. into this fuckery. Yes, let's do <laughs> we'll it. Okay. All right. Other let's, fuckery let's, later. Let's get into this. Um. So, first, previously, on Wizard Team, I don't know why it always feels like, not always, just occasionally will feel like we recorded 84 years ago. I, I think because we had that, it was like a holiday on Monday. But also, I don't know. It does just feel like that happened a lifetime ago. Yeah, I don't like. I was literally, like, I don't know. There's some there's some weeks where I'm very much like last time on Wizard Team this happened, and other times I'm like, shit, I don't know. Like, I, it feels like it just happened. Like, it just felt like it happened a long time ago. Um. Anyway, Creature's Tale. So previously on Wizard Team. Um, Harry is kind of exploring Grimaud Place. He goes into Sirius's bedroom where he finds a bunch of stuff about and kind of like learns a little bit about his godfather when he was younger. Um, he also finds a letter to his godfather from his mom. Um, he finds the first page, but the second page is mysteriously missing. Um, spoiler alert, it was Snape who stole it because he's the worst. And then um, on his way back down, you know, to the kitchen, he finds out who R.A.B. is. And it is Sirius's younger brother, Regulus. Um, they then go and see if they can find the Horcrux in the Grimald place. Realize, oh, it passed through our very hands two years ago. Mm-hmm. And we didn't understand what that was. And so we just threw it away. Because we're smart. Yeah. And then, um, Harry Carl's creature... And is like, Creature, tell me everything you know about the locket. And Creature tells a tale about Voldemort um, making him go into the cave to put the locket inside and then, or put it in the in the bowl or whatever in the middle of the lake. And then he escaped the Inferi. And then Regulus realized he wasn't about that life and was like, we gotta go get the Hork. Or he wasn't about that Voldemort life, but he was about that stopping Voldemort life. Mm-hmm. And so then he was like, creature, we got to go back. We got to get the Horcrux. Um, and then Regulus dies in the cave, but creature takes the hor- takes the Horcrux and is tasked with destroying it, but he can't. And so he's trying to figure out how to do that when Mundungus Fletcher comes through and steals it because he's Mundungus Fletcher. Um, and uh, after hearing all of this, Harry decides to be nicer to creature and then in doing that, he gives Creature the fake locket and then tasks him with going to find Mundungus um, for them so they can figure out what happens to the locket. Yeah. I just want to shout out the Black Boys. <laughs> Time out. The Black Boys. Oh, girl, I was like, which Black Boys? That was a very broad. <laughs> As it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, no. <laughs> That's not the one. Shout out Sirius and Regulus Uh, for being two of the worst Nazis that, like, you know? Girl, because I was really, 
they were both just like I mean Sirius got there first um so he gets like more of a shout out but like they're both just like you want me to do what huh nah nah can't be me but also I want to like pour one out because this is when my heart broke and I was like oh you mean R.A.B.'s not gonna come up in here and save everyone (laughs) what do you mean he's dead what do you mean who's gonna fix it Harry can't fix it. He's an idiot. I mean, but he fixed it. I mean, but I didn't know that at the time. Oh. I I had gotten really, like, for the whole, I don't know how long was in between these two books, but I got really invested in R.A.B. coming in and fixing it. I mean, I I, um, feel that. I personally didn't feel that way, but I feel that for you. Yeah, it's like the first time when you were like, oh, you mean it's not Snape, it's Voldemort? And then like by the third time, you're like, Harry, it's Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) It was like the first time. Voldemort's coming after me. Oh, my God. And I don't think this was a I don't think this was a book thing. I think it was the Goblet of Fire movie. When the way that Harry's like Voldemort said he wanted me and I'm like bitch duh like we've been out here it's been three <laughs> movies of course he wants you that's the whole fucking point but okay let's move on that's not the point of I mean it's the point but it's not the, never mind anyway chapter 11 <laughs> those are my favorite biota moments by the way <laughs> you're like I gotta get off of this thought train but I don't really know I don't have a good oh, chapter 11 <laughs> Just jumping, just, just jumping. Just stop the sentence and Let's start just a do new it on page two hundred and one. <laughs> um, so Harry thinks that creature is gonna be able to find Mundungus like just quick. He's like, it ain't no thing. He's a house elf. He has magic that we don't know about. He got it. He knows that where to find him. Mundungus is, you know, he's not elusive generally. So like, let's do it. But, um. It takes creature. It doesn't. Creature doesn't return that morning, even that afternoon. And by nightfall, Harry feels discouraged and anguished. Um, Harry or sorry, has been anxious. Looking for Voldemort's ass for six years. Looking or, or not really looking, I guess. But you know, well, here's a good one. Harry was trying to catch Draco's ass for like seven months. Mm-hmm. Give creature a day. <laughs> can he? Can he get a minute? Can he get a minute? I mean, yeah. But I also think that he's, I think, he, you know, he's just anxious about it. And he very much wants to, like, learn something. And at this point, they had they went from having no road to having a, a road. road. Yeah. And so I think he's just like, okay, we have this road, so we should be able to go down it, right? Like, we're good, right? We can just do it. And no. Because, I mean, it's also just his, like, Gryffindor energy is he's very much like, once he has a thing, he needs to act on the thing. Mm-hmm. Um so, um, so two cloaked men appear in the square outside number 12 and they remain there into the night. Um, Ron guesses that they're Death Eaters, but they kind of don't think that the Death Eaters know that they're there. Um, otherwise they would have probably come in by now. Um, Ron asks if, um, if Hermione thinks Snape has been in Grimaud Place and had his tongue tied by Moody's curse and Hermione says yes, otherwise he would have been able to tell the lot, that lot how to get in. Um, but because they're, you know, they're just kind of, so yeah, because they're just kind of like there and not actively doing anything, they're kind of just like, yeah, they, they don't know we're here. They're just standing guard. Is it that they 
also like Sirius can say like whatever neighborhood in London or the street like maybe you can't say you mean Snape. Snape sorry Snape can say the street next to Euclid <laughs> the square next to Euclid Street in central London. Well, no, I think he probably can't say, they might even know the, the, ad- the address. But they can't, they just can't of the, get in. But also because of the, were those protections, all, I thought those protections were always on number 12 Grimmauld Place where like, well, muggles Most of them were, see, yeah. Right, it's like not the Not 13. the, um, not the, uh, what's it called? Charm, the Fidelius mm-hmm. Charm. But the other ones were. Yeah. And so I think, honestly, so, so. So do you think. Am I saying that like. Sorry, I'm just, I'm, my question is. Uh-huh. Do you think that they're looking at um, an 11 and 13 situation like muggles are? Or do you think they can see number 12? But they just can't get to number 12. No, they can't see number 12 because there is a moment in the next chapter where Harry almost, where he's apparating onto the top step oh. and he kind of slips and they start to see something and then it vanishes and I think it's because they start to see Harry. Okay. Yeah. So maybe they can, uh, I have, I, we'd have to come back to that next chapter. I can't remember off the top. But I will say that like the reason that they know where it is is because they know that Harry owns this house because of the ministry. Yeah, that's public knowledge. Because the wills are overlooked. And so they like even if Snape didn't tell them specifically that this is the Order of the Phoenix, how he might not be able to say like this is the old headquarters <gasps> of the Order of the oh Phoenix. They at least know that Harry owns that house, even if they can't. Or haven't yet made that connection. You know you what I mean? Think Albus, Which they well, may have, but they may you not. Think have Albus been. Severus grew up in Number Twelve Grandma's place. Probably not. Like, I doubt Harry would want to live there. Why? Like for real. If they could get that old bag off the wall. In the house elf heads. Yeah. And it just doesn't seem like a good place to grow up. I mean, if you could like get a decorator in there and like, you know. I mean, I think. Do something with it. Like this was this was your god daddy's house, or I guess he's not their godfather. Okay, I don't know, but it was a sweet. Yeah, I idea mean, I would in the moment. It is. I would guess that he wouldn't live there though. Um, Delia says in most fanfic he buys a nice new house because let's not forget Harry is richity rich rich, which is true. Diddy true true. It's true. You could also sell that house and buy a new one. You could burn it. I don't know. You just keep it. Like, rent it out whatever passive income yeah. yeah harry potter should get taxed the marginal t- tax the 70 percent tax or what um elizabeth warren has been pr- uh, proposing the wealth tax which taxes your assets just not just like your income but that's all that shit you're just sitting on that sleek easy's money the the house you got your god daddy left you like mm-hmm. all that shit that he just got by virtue of being born and in and cared for but that like yep. the Weasleys don't have because they have they're living off of their income mm-hmm. um, so then uh, Amani says that he doesn't think that Joe ever really thought about the like number 12 how it works to re- like enough to make it work I out mean, properly that is just um, and the, he says the, the, 
the state yes. of but the fan. The other thing too, so before, so let me just say, he says he's all, he always read it as like a perception filter. And I want to say that like, sometimes we're like, okay, she probably didn't think this all the way through. I don't necessarily thinks, think that she had to. No, not at all. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think don't think it's a failure just like, like wow. in her writing. No, no, no. And, I, and I'm saying this as um, somebody who is having to create a whole world and will probably have to create more, like, or have to, but like, not have to, like somebody's putting a gun to my head, but just that's how my brain works. Um, and like, it's your I chosen like fantasy. It is my, yes, thank you. Um, like, sometimes you can't come up with every little thing. Like, that's doing a lot. And I think that, like, one of the things that, I mean, obviously this whole podcast is dedicated to it, but it's, like, one of the kind of issues, I think, with, um, with, like, writing a book that people are really into is, and then they kind of go deep enough where they can find the holes. If we weren't going all deep in, it would be fine, right? right? But we, she just happened to awaken something in like millions of people where we are just all the way zeroed in on every little word and like then at that point we're like okay but what about this what about this and she's like well i mean does that have to do with the but i think the thing is like i wish that she would there's like this amazing um and i think i might have talked about this before which is like it's a little it's slightly different but there's this amazing interview in which um, like a fan of like Marvel is asking Samuel L. Jackson like in depth questions about the comic Nick Fury, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Bitch, is it in the script? Like, I don't know. Right. I don't read com- I don't read these things. Like, I am playing a character, right? And you get that a lot from like, and I'm sure like you know all of the like Harry Potter actors and stuff are like really tired of us, you know, as, as two people who have like talk to actors from the films and been like what do you think about and they're like i don't know i don't know i yeah. got a script it was pretty cool i read it <laughs> i showed up i said the words <laughs> they told me to say mm-hmm. did it in the like made little faces and reaction shots and then went about my business like i think that like if she would say that not to obviously she didn't like you know but like i you know i wrote this world and I really love that everyone thinks that it's very fleshed out but like I like the things that I wrote were in service you of the can plot. only flush it out to right. a certain extent especially given that like you're not gonna get paid to flush it out right like there's just a lot of different things you could be you could work on something else you <laughs> could like there are just a lot of other things you could be doing instead of and I like where I love world building I think it's fun but at some points there are certain moments where I'm like okay I could be writing something else or like I could be doing another thing and at that and the and thing I that will and i think that like the story right and i think or another story and i think that like sometimes it's important to like not try to come up with things because i think the other thing with with that we've kind of that the harry potter like phenomenon has kind of come up with is all of this not come up with because fanfic obviously has existed before that but just in terms of like the amount of it and people coming up with their own headcanons and their own things and just allowing space for those things to happen and just be like, cool. And you know, there are certain things like if you have the backstory for Remus Lupin and you want to drop that and you just have had it. Mm -hmm. Great. But like the pressure to then come up with new stuff within like a specific thing is not necessarily necessary. I don't think, I think that she in some ways thinks that it is, but it's just, it's, I think it's just a trap. It is a trap. It's a total trap. And I think there are, like, people, like, I feel like Neil Gaiman does this very well, 
um, where he is involved in like the the adaptations and things like that. But like, it's very um, separate from like, we'll answer some questions about the stories, you know, but mm-hmm. what I've noticed from like following him on Twitter, he's like another very active author on Twitter. And like, I haven't read Broken Earth trilogy yet because I'm not a good enough reader yet. Um, but I think N.K. Jemison's pretty active on Twitter. I don't know, like, what she She's decides. Relatively. I mean, well, I follow her, but I get the, like, Trump is an idiot tweets and stuff. <laughs> and, like, just, like, right. oh, this book is, you know, like, writing in general tweets. But I think that, like, those authors, or at least I'll stick with Neil Gaiman because that's what I know. He's very good at answering mm-hmm. questions about his process, um, what he was thinking in terms of the writing of it. So, like you know I was trying to invoke this emotion or whatever but he doesn't engage with I've never seen him really engage with like character like motivations beyond what's on page and like world building beyond what's on the page and like that I think is the trap that JK Rowling falls into a lot which like she just shouldn't Mm -hmm. because that makes I think that has trapped her into make errors trapped the fandom as a whole into thinking like, oh, well, she's thought all this stuff out. Like she has an answer to all of these dumb questions when it's Mm -hmm. like, she should just like, you could just say nothing. Right. Or to be like, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't don't know. know. What you think? Right. It'd be like, wow, y'all went y'all went real deep. Okay. Okay. Cool. Wow. Look at you. I mean, you know, just like, shout out to you. Retweet. (laughs) (laughs) Someone did the math. Wow. Like, okay. For sure. For sure. Cool. Look at y'all. Signal boost. That's <laughs> you know. Um yeah, we should we should yes. move on. Right. But like, yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's just like an interesting um kind of like thing that just happens when stories get big. Yes. But I also would love it if you guys, um, since we are going deep into these stories, tell me what you think. <laughs> yeah, I mean like it's yeah, I, I think we're saying this not because we don't want answers or at least want like theories. Right. Like, I think it's interesting to discuss. I just think it becomes and that's a, tricky yeah. for like the actual Portia says authors. that NK has asked people to write fanfic of her worlds, which, or to share those fanfics with her. And I think that that's awesome. I remember seeing that. Um, but I think that's it. That's, that's the thing that you just got on. We, it's great to have theories. We don't need answers. Yeah. But all of the theories they're fun. They're so fun. You got a whole month of theories. <laughs> See what you did there? Plug it in, plug it in. Okay. Um, okay, so um, as they're waiting, Ron is, has developed an annoying habit of playing with the Deluminator in his pocket, so he's just like, turn the lights on and off. Um, Hermione is like, can you stop? And this is the third evening of Creature's absence. Um, and Ron's like, I'm sorry. And... Um, and Hermione's like, why can't you find something useful to occupy yourself? Um, and he says, what, like reading kids' stories? Dumbledore left me this book, Ron, and he left me the Deluminator. The Maybe I'm supposed to use it. Maybe you just go use it in another room where no one else is trying to read. Maybe that. Or just like by yourself where you're not going to get annoyed with the lights turning off and on every two seconds. Yeah. Like, I get it, but like, really? All the lights? Yeah. Like, let's let's chill. Um, <laughs> sorry. 
So Harry leaves because he's like, I don't need, you know, this we're dealing with like Voldemort. The... Why are y'all bickering? I'm just going to. So I, th- I had this, like, I, I went on this trip, right, where I went to visit my, in, uh, a, a former friend in Chicago. And we were on a walk with him and his boyfriend. And they got into an argument and they argued for, like, the full, like, six mile walk that we were on. To the point where, like, at one point I just took their dog and walked ahead of or behind them by, like, yards because it was uncomfortable yeah. as fuck. And it was just, like... I mean, that's I actually one of my, don't... like... That's probably the, like, closest thing to a trigger I have. <laughs> like, is people arguing around me. Yeah. Like, it, like, I cannot do it. Like, I really can't. Yeah. Like, it, if it's, the minute it starts happening... Like, if it's, like, mild bickering, like, my brother and sister have been... <laughs> argue and have been doing that since they were children my younger sister could talk (laughs) i'm talking about my not i mean not to um ikira and obasi like they have been since ikira was able to talk and you ruin it for me every single time always well because because so the thing is is that when it first starts off i'm like whatever like if it's some little shit like he likes to needle at her because she's sensitive um and so it just kind of if when it's at like the surface level, I can ignore it and I'm just like, all right, y'all. But when it starts to build, when it gets to a certain part, a certain level, and when there's like when the volumes raise and when like at a certain point I have to just be like, yo. Back when you were there, I think like it's a little bit it was a little bit less, but like now, like even just like a couple weeks ago, we were doing something and it just started to get to a point where I was like, Okay, I just need y'all both to shut up. I don't care who's right, who's wrong, I just need to not <laughs> like for myself. Cause I can feel myself, st- my anxiety starting to just like, I can't do yeah. it. Like there are moments where like people, yeah. Anytime somebody starts arguing for real, for real, and it gets serious, I have to remove myself from the situation. Yeah. Like I just cannot even like, even if it has absolutely nothing to do with me, I just can't. Yeah. And like, and I know where that comes from, but you know, but it's, still it's just one of those things. So I get like, yeah, um, Harry, but like, it's also Harry just, being, Harry's a little bit different. But it's also like, it's, it's. It's, it is different, but it's also, I think it's worse in this situation because you can only remove yourself so far. Like, they're literally stuck. Right. So, like. Well, like, luckily they have, happen, like, but, like. They have levels and. But they have different floors. Lo- yeah. Floors. At least, at least in Grimald Place, they ha- he has space to go somewhere. Yeah. But. You know what I mean? Like, once they're camping out, then, like, shit. Yeah. I would leave, too. Like. <laughs> I would pull around, be like, you know what, y'all are y'all are good, but I can't. But it it should have been Harry that pulled the Ron because it's like y'all need to stop. It's true. Just shut, just shut, shut up. up. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm not quitting. I just am quitting y'all. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> not the mission. Just you. Just you. <laughs> man. Ariana okay. says she straight up Homer Simpson's into the bushes, which is real. Like I straight like man. I remember like yeah. There's been a couple times. Not super recently, but in the last, like, five, six years or so, where, like, something would just pop off, and I'm like, you know what? Let me just gather. I just immediately just gather my things <laughs> and just disappear. I have these two coworkers, um, like, and, like, I just, I've, I haven't been at this job very long, but um, who bicker with each other as, like, a joke. Like, they're, like, purpose, mm. like purposefully mean to each other, but, like, I don't mm. know them. Well, I mean... And like it's not, and like it's like it's it starts mean, to get uncomfortable. And it really like makes my anxiety. I'm like HR, like because they'll just be like, "Ugh, you're so dumb," and I'm like, "Ah, ah." <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, like, for me, it's one of the, like, I think there's a difference, too, between, like, bickering. Like, the Ron and Hermione stuff, like, I think Harry's just like, okay, I need some quiet. I don't really, like, this is, mm-hmm. you're arguing about nothing. Like, there's no reason for all this, whatever. Um, whereas, like, and, and that's the same with, like, my siblings. Like, we always bicker. That's just, like, a standard of sibling. I'm currently and also just how And then, fuck and then also, dude. like. Not fuck that dude. Oh, that's, okay, let's, but. let's. Let's not. But the point is that, like, I know, like, with my siblings, like, we, there was one time when we were all at the house. They go to Disneyland my sister, without you? My sister had a, oh. no, my sister had, let's not talk about that. My sister had a, um, a friend over and we were just kind of all, you know, sometimes you kind of realize how you are when there's like a third party. Mm-hmm. Everything we said to each other was an insult. <laughs> the entire conversation. And I, in any regular situation, would not have like noticed it but because there was a third party my brain immediately is like goes into her brain and i'm like she's just watching the three of us like bicker for no reason like literally no reason nice to say to each other all right no and it's like not even for like it's the the most like random like oh why does your face look like that (laughs) like oh you want this food no i don't want that food get out of my face (laughs) like just like you know what i mean like it's not so like that kind of stuff or even like the little thing where you have a small like disagreement is fine so like the runner like talking about how you've been me. wanting to go to disneyland for like a year and a half two years and then all of a sudden they're like hey 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 i'm in disneyland hey, hey you can't complain to me about that that wasn't my fault uh it, okay um but i will say that like it just it's a certain it's just there's a moment there's like a fine there's like a thin line between bickering and arguing and when it hits that arguing is when i'm that like disappear meme he mm-hmm. hits the deuces and just goes that's me yeah. we need okay, to move on let's move on <laughs> we do it that that conversation wasn't meant to go that far but i look at us working things out together <laughs> this is why this is why connie wasn't allowed to be on this chat we have things to this work exactly out we have why. layers of trauma to unpack here um okay so um, here's a so as Harry's leaving, here's a tap on the front door, and then like here's the door opening. Um, a cloaked figure into edges into the hall, and then Moody's um, what's it called? Come in his or his his charms or curses or whatever. Uh, start working, and then he hear we hear it was not I who killed you, Albus. Um, Harry points his wand at the uh, person is like don't move. He for, but he screams it, and then of course. Um, Wahlberg is like mudbloods and filth dishonoring my house. Shame of my flesh. Shame of my flesh. Stench of my bones. I'm like a half. I want to. I want to be. I'm like. I'm. I'm part Aunt Muriel, but I think I want to be Walberga too. Like I feel like I need to have some shame of my fleshes in there. Oh okay. I mean, as long as it's not bigoted, you could make it work. I mean, I don't need to the filth. And the mudbloods. But I need some, like, yeah. shame of my flesh. Yeah, embarrassed I mean, to know ya. Yeah. Fouling up my house. No one's allowed in my house, but... <sighs> okay. All right. Moving on. So, um, Ron and Hermione come crashing in. Their wands pointing at the unknown man who shouts, Hold your fire. It's me, Remus. Hey, she's okay. smiling. She's so, so excited, and yet I love Remus. He's the best. Um, Is he though? In this I'm gonna moment? be. I'm gonna be really out of pocket. I just want to preface by saying that. Um. 
But, like, nuanced conversation is cool. I'm just going to be out of pocket today. But also, like, shout out to Ron and Hermione who are bickering. And then, like, with the quickness, was like, what the fuck's going on in here? Right. They said, up, up. Yep. Wands drawn. We're out. We let's let's move. Um, so after hearing that, like Her- Hermione and Ron relax, they're like, "Oh, thank goodness, it's it's Remus." And Harry's like, "Show yourself." Um, and then Remus says, "I am Remus John Lupin, werewolf, sometimes known as Mooney, one of the four creators of the Marauders map, married to Div- Nymphadora, usually known as Tonks, and I taught you how to produce a Patronus, Harry, which takes the form of a stag." I feel like, as a security thing. Most of this information is common knowledge, or at least like you could easily figure it out. Harry was like showing his Patronus Except off every five that, seconds. I was gonna say, other than the Marauders map, like I think the only thing that you could say is like I'm the creator of the of one of the four creators of the Marauders map, and like even then, Peter could. Peter would know that. Peter would know that, and also could say it about himself and not be lying. But wouldn't? But would Peter know that the trio used the Marauders map as much? You know what I mean? Maybe I don't not. think he knows right. that. Like, I don't think he... Well, Peter would know because when we get the Mar- Marauder's map and then Remus... Or remember that's how Snape finds them in the... Uh, yeah, but when they... When they find... And... Like, Snape finds... But he knows that they know about the Marauder's oh, map. That he yeah. was there when the whole breakdown happened. Also, he was, like, on Ron's shoulder the first two years when they were using the Marauder's map as well. Yeah, Gross. he re- oh. no, just no, not the first two years when he only he got it in Prisoner of Azkaban. So and he and he faked his death most of that time anyway. Right. But right. like at the end when the whole info dump ha- happened, he was there. Yeah. So like he would know that they know that information. So most of this information doesn't really seem like. But you know, Jill had dialogue to write. She had deadlines to hit. So I'm not like too pressed about it. But it also just feels like n- none of that information was like. Yeah. Like, what sat in the tank in the corner of my office the first time you came in four years ago is harder than let me just bring down my whole list, but my I whole do bio. That love like, most the idea that out. like she was reading like Game of Thrones at this time. She was like werewolf, sometimes known as Moody, Slayer of Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very the unburnt. <laughs> it's a very Khaleesi of the Great Grass Sea. George R. R. Martin like Remus Stormborn. <laughs> um so I like I like thinking that. Um Yes. He's the ruler of the, the ruler of the, the Roinar, the Andals and the First Men. Yes. Leader yes, of the Rebels. Absolutely. Um and then Harry's like all right, I had to check, didn't I? Speaking as your ex-defense against the dark arts teacher, I should quite agree that you had to check. He's laying it on thick already. He's, he's mm-hmm. He got his... He's like, all right, I gotta mm-hmm. remind them now because I have a proposition. That I am useful. I have a certain set of skills. Yeah, you know? Just a remind, Just like a little... Just a reminder, also... you know? Um, so then... Remus comes in, he's like, no sign of Severus, and Harry's like, no, what's going on? Is everyone okay? Remus is like, we're being watched. I had to apparate very precisely onto the top step outside the front door to be sure they would not see me. We're being Um, watched. See how he already inserts himself into them? Well, he is. He's being watched separately from them. He was being watched this whole time. You're true. Everybody being watched. That's true. That's what he means. Um, He says they're staking out... 
early <laughs> in the club. <laughs> Bye. Because you said um, everybody. Did I? Yeah, you did. I didn't mean to. No. Um, they're staking out everywhere that's got any connection to you, Harry. Um, so then they go downstairs into the kitchen. Remus brought some butter beers as well. So he's like, just I like presents. I stand. He said, I'm gonna remind you where you come you from. You stand a dead And then man. I'm gonna mm. and then I'm gonna bring the butter beers. Mm. Like I am like I'm out here. Like I just I love it. Um I'd have been here three days ago, but I needed to shake off a death eater the death eater tailing three me. Three days. Um and then he's like, Did you come straight here after the wedding? And Harry and them kinda break down what happened after they left the wedding and Harry and Lupin is like, How did they find you so quickly? Um, it's impossible to track anyone who operates unless you grab hold of them as they disappear. Um, and then Hermione's like, we wondered whether Harry could have the trace on him. Remus is like, impossible. Although, again, we still are not sure why that's impossible, but that's fine. It's impossible. It just is. Mm-hmm. We it's just want theories, not answers. We don't need answers. Um, so, <laughs> Delia says the only way he could have waited on... <laughs> The only way you could have laid it on thicker is if he was like, I've noticed you haven't written me in a while or like ever, even though I'm your uncle. Like, I mean, he should have, though. Mm-hmm. They should have just been saying that from jump. Like, you waiting on me to write you. I remember in uh, the last year when, when Harry was like, I'm just waiting on Remus to write me. And I'm like, but, you know, the quill works both ways. Ooh, a so, word. You know. <laughs> Um, Portia says this moment calls for, uh, more for, uh, MJ, someone's watching me than Jay Kwan. I can't. <sighs> Everyone in our chat is like, I also but it's okay. just found out that Jay Kwan was in the club getting tipsy. Could have sworn that was 50 Cent. That's not a 50 Cent song. No. Everybody in the club no, get No, it's not. Everybody in the club get dancing. Yeah, it's not 50 Cent. I mean, yeah, now that I'm singing it, it doesn't sound like 50 Cent. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think what you're thinking of is, um, <laughs> is, um, what song are you thinking of? Oh, oh you God. can find me in the club. Bottle yes, love. that's the one you, yeah. yeah. That's why. It made yeah. sense. No, I, I got what you, I got where you were going with that one. I'm not even gonna be mad at I you for that. I don't know who Jake Kwan is. You were thinking is, of a different. You were just fine. thinking of a different like club song. Yeah, yeah. Song I got you about being in a club. Because then, then I was then as I was trying to think of the lyrics for the Fifty Cent song, I started singing "Meet Me in the Club Is Going Down." I'm like, that is Young Jock. So we're clearly just there, in like different. A whole genre I don't know. of club songs. I was like, I was like, wait, how did this happen? I was like, this is definitely not it. How did my brain just call that one up? That's nowhere near either one. But okay, it just, it, it means that way sometimes. We are in <laughs> the late 2000s, or late 2010s now. That's been quite some time since those <laughs> songs are popular. So I'm gonna give you that one. Thank you. For a little bit. Yeah. Amani says they went clubbing. They're out with Bill and them. Yeah. With some scones. Yeah. And a, a house. house. Yeah, they bought a house. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I thought it was scones. It was texting and scones, clubbing in a house. Yep. No, they bought a house. They bought a house. <laughs> I knew it was one of them. One of those. One of the things that you do um, Okay, you so then... Mm-hmm. So then Ron is, or Harry's kind of like, tell us what happened after we left. We haven't heard a thing since Ron's dad told us the family was safe. Um, Kingsley saved us, said Lupin. Thanks to his warning, most of the wedding guests were able to disapparate before they arrived. 
Um, Hermione was like, were they Death Eaters or Ministry people? And Remus is like, basically, it doesn't matter. Everybody's the same now. We, you know, it's just, we're shit out of luck, basically. Um, I have to wonder, like, so, I mean, I gotta find this so I can share it. Um, there is an amazing, like, um, Mitchell and Webb. I think I might have talked about it before, where they're Nazis and um, David Mitchell is like standing there looking at his uh, uniform. And he's like, are we the baddies? And they're like, no, no, we're the good guys. And he's like, but we, why do, why are there skulls on our uniforms? I think we're the baddies. And he's like, no, oh, no. they're the baddies. We're the good guys. He's like, but there's, there's snakes on our uni on our, uniform there's skulls and snakes i don't think we're the i don't think we are the heroes and i feel like that's what the ministry workers like how do you wake up one day i mean i guess that's what it's what it's like if you work in the government right now and like all of a sudden trump is president and you're like what just happened but like right to be the person that infiltrates the wedding right like i feel like Mm-hmm. If I'm like sitting there in like the Department of Transportation and all of a sudden Voldemort's taken over, I'm like, okay, but do I still check the flu network or <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> but like if I'm an aura and they're like, go raid this wedding, I'm like, I can't, I have to go. <laughs> I just can't be right. like scooping people up for Voldemort. Like, that's not what I signed on to do. Mm-hmm. So. I right. don't know. It's weird. No, it's weird sure. to me that Remus. I, I mean, it, it makes sense if he's like, there's no difference, it, like practically speaking. But it's weird to me that like it wasn't just Death Eaters that showed up at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, you just switched that quickly. You went from hunting this dude down on Monday to like raiding the Weasleys on Thursday. Like, how? Look at yeah. your life. Look at your choices. Yeah. Um, so then Remus is like, they didn't know that Harry was there. So a lot of it was, you know, they were trying to, um, they're just kind of, you know, they can go to the borough now. So they're like, what's good? And we know these people probably know where Harry is. So we're going to ask them about it. Um, Arthur heard a rumor that they tried to torture Harry's whereabouts out of Scrimger before they killed him. And if it's true, he didn't give Harry away, which I'm like, that's cool. But also, it's his job. Right. So, like, sucks that he's dead, right. but he wasn't, like, I'm not going to give him a cookie for that. It sucks that he's dead. This is, and like, this is literally the thing that I don't think, like, I, I feel like I make this argument a lot to people, like, when it comes to, like, people in, like, high-risk positions, I guess. And I guess the Ministry of Magic is a dangerous position on a good day it's like but you knew that though like right that's why you thought presumably that's why you signed up for the job so like congratulations on like being brave but you got you took a job where being brave was part of the job description so right and you took it knowing that Voldemort was in power and like alive so like um and like, so even Harry's kind of like, he never liked it. He's not going to be like, wow, Scrimger was so great. He's just kind of like, ah, which, you know, hilariously, he didn't let up on Scrimger, but Snape, that was the hill. But he was just like, he had never liked Scrimger much, but the man's final act had been try- to try to protect Harry. So very much just like, respect, you know, that, yeah, just respect. And I think that's fine. 
Um, in the chat, Delia says she has a headcanon that the old established ministry employees were kept blocking, um, that kept blocking Voldemort from greatness with bureaucracy. Um, so like, you have to raid the wedding now. I understand that, but that's at least two week lead time. You're going to have to submit the request on a ministry, on ministry form, uh, 5678. <laughs> like, um, and she's saying it's not a political stand. That's what people are doing now in the Trump administration. Like, and it's not even a lot of times it's not even a political stance they just love a good form and the rules and like <laughs> i love that idea and it makes me think of amani's um hogwarts bsu with eric's uh notes <laughs> like log, his log. Yeah. <laughs> just like listen y'all go like, stop this fucking with me happening. this is against yeah this isn't protocol there's protocol or if it like, is why isn't there a process it? like there should be a like, <laughs> Are we running a country or not? Like, I don't, <laughs> don't understand. I'm very confused. Um, so, yeah. So then um, we find out the Death Eaters searched the burrow. Uh, the burrow, sorry, from top to bottom. They found the ghoul but didn't want to get too close. And then they interrogated those of us who remained for hours. Uh, they are trying to get information on you, Harry. But, of course, no one apart from the Order knew you had been there. Uh, more Death Eaters forced their way into every Order-connected house in the country. No deaths. They burned down uh, Daedalus Diggle's house, but, you know, he's with the Dursleys, so he's not there, so he's fine. Um, and then they used the Cruciatus Curse on Tonks' family. So, I don't think that it ever occurred to me just now, but, like, how much you want to bet that Bellatrix went to the Tonks' house? To, to, Ted Tonks' house? Mm-hmm, and Andromeda. Because they used the Cruciatus Curse on her family. You know that was not, uh... Yep. You know, you know, mm-hmm. that was that personal. Was... But why though? Like, why? Because you are with child right now, Bellatrix. Like, you should, like, you don't want to, like, see that hatred. See, that's why that girl turned out the way she turned out. Robin. Because, like, Robin. Robin. <laughs> like, hey, guys, you, know you are what you eat. And, like, if you're pregnant and then you put that stuff in your body, then, like, you mm-hmm. put that stuff in your child's mm-hmm. body, too. Guess what? Hmm. That never happened. Are you sure? I have I'm sure. the book up there. You want me to pull it down? I can bring it. Nope. You want me to get it out? No, thanks. Thank you. Thank we're good. Thank you. I think I think we're okay. Portia says this is... Uh, Portia says it's... Ah, oh. Jinx. Go ahead. Let me do the chat. Girl, just go. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, Portia says that this is likely when Ted had to bounce. Um, and so there are every everyone's on the run now yeah so remus is like they're all right shaken obviously but otherwise okay um and then harry's like how do the death eaters get through the protective charms and remus is like the death eaters have the full might of the ministry on their side um and so they can just do whatever the fuck they want what does that mean because our protective charm like is it that you because when they go on the run we see hermione setting up her own protective charms Mm-hmm. Was it when but they don't know to find her? They don't know where to find I... her, right? It's when they find the place, then they can go in and kind of do whatever they want, right? But I'm what I think I'm the point is, is that like the regulation they were doing, you know, when they were handing out those leaflets and pamphlets and all that shit, and they were not caring about muggleborns mm-hmm. at all. But like, were people letting the ministry come set up protective charms on their house? No, they were like, you do it yourself. They were like, here are some ones that you can do. And I think that what it is, is that the ministry either has 
the power to shut those down. Like, okay, so it could either be, like, the undetectable extension charm where, like, it's heavily, it's a heavily regulated spell. So, like, if you use it, that's illegal, right? And so it could be, like, any spells that you're using to break down the protection charms would then hit, you know, alert some ministry folks and they would come and whatever. Um, Or it could be, like, a connected, like, you use this charm, then it's connected to the ministry in some weird, like, magical way and they reinforce it or something I don't really know I just know that they're able to because I mean I'm just thinking about like all those safe houses especially the talks because they were if we're talking about order connected houses those were the safe houses that um Harry and them were going to like to get him to the borough and uh Matt I was talking about how they had all the protective charms that both the ministry and the order could give them right so if the ministry is giving those specifically right for the order they can just break those ones those i understand what i didn't understand is like the houses i mean like i guess the tonks we can argue then would be using order yeah they'd be using order and and ministry ministry protections protections because they were a safe house okay okay Mm -hmm. okay because yeah i'm thinking like if i'm still in cable i'm not gonna tell the government (laughs) that i'm still in cable you know what i mean like no that's not how that works and so yeah then why would the ministry even be able to find like why would you tell the ministry about your basically so remus is saying they because they are the ministry now they do whatever they want um and hermione asked if they're bothering to give an excuse for torturing harry's whereabouts out of people um and remus presents them with a with a copy of the daily prophet Um, There's a headline that reads, um, so this is like a picture of Harry, and then next to it, the headline reads, wanted for questioning about the death of Albus Dumbledore. Wow. So this is flimsy. The propaganda, like. like... Okay, but I do want to point out, because in part, because we keep getting Rita stuff, and we're going to continue to get Rita stuff, even in this chapter, like, there, it's just, it's a, they're basically doing what Fudge and them did in order of the phoenix they're building off of rita's stuff and her like oh like her sensationalism of whatever is going on and her reporting in quotes her gossip column or whatever and then are building off of that so like we talk i mean we're we're talking about and we're gonna continue to talk about like her book on dumbledore and like how she's finding this information and like some of this information is not accurate and we find that out later but in doing that She's also building up and like helping the bad guy. And it's not to say that the, like her being right or wrong is kind of separate from the kind of rhetoric that she uses to tell the story. Yes. Yeah. And it's the sensationalism and it's kind of like magical whataboutism where Mm -hmm. we are we're trafficking in rumors about Voldemort like this when he comes back, you know, it's like, oh, apparently yeah. um, Sirius Black was in, innocent all along, even though we heard from 18 different people, but we didn't have any actual proof when we decided that he was guilty. Oh, apparently like he, Voldemort has followers and apparently the dude that like we thought was an ask man wasn't an ask man and his mama was buried there and you know what I mean like 
It's mm-hmm. all of this like trafficking in he said she said and so it it it's just as realistic or acceptable to do the same on Harry's side like well we're we we heard that Harry was at you know at the tower so we want to question him about Dumbledore's death because we have witnesses that saw him there meaning while the witnesses are actual death eaters but like let's not right mention that um right and it doesn't matter context and nuance doesn't matter as long as like the story is sensational enough mm-hmm. and they're pulling directly from rita's interview with homegirl um at the beginning where she was like harry was seen running after the thing after, mm-hmm. you know like running from uh the tower after dumbledore died or whatever like so they're just pulling straight from that and they're like well let's just use it and it's like super irresponsible yep for her and for them but but this is also like the the daily prophet has never been and this is like a very interesting thing that i i wonder about like it's never been its own like independent journal of record you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's it's weird that it's like the only paper that people really read and like I just forgot his name. Xenophil. I mean, the Quibbler is crazy. Like it's it's supposed to be the Quibbler is not crazy. That's the wrong word. But the Quibbler is supposed to be the like National Enquirer tabloid kind of equivalent to the Daily Prophets, like New York Times or something like that. Mm-hmm. But there's no like local paper or like you know, like there's like you know the the is like you know in new york i think it's the gothamist and then there's like the chicagoist and um and those are like local papers that are supposed supposed to be independent and focusing on like what's going on in your neighborhood or like your Mm -hmm. city um and a lot of times you get just as like fervent reporting or just as just as well-sourced reporting um, but not, it's not mainstream. It's like alternative news or whatever. Like democracy now is like an alternative to NPR. Um, and that's yeah. not to say that like NPR doesn't try to do like stand up journalism. It's just that like there is an alternative that gives you, you know, a different point of view than like we spoke to so-and-so's spokesman and read these PR releases or whatever. There isn't one of those in the, in the wizarding world that we can see of. Right. And, like, when the Quibbler tries to pivot to become that, it still has all the baggage of being, like, that crazy paper that Xenophilus writes out of his living room. Mm-hmm. So it's weird to me. It's just weird that, like... It's the only place where they get their Yeah, and, like, is there, like, a, <laughs> is it, like, a part of the ministry? Like, is it's is it that formalized to be that close you know what i mean like it's the only place that they can yeah yeah for sure um so then uh they're like but surely people realize what's going on who has been smooth and virtually silent um the official version of scrimger's murder is that he'd resigned and he's been replaced by pious thickness um who's under the imperious curse and then ron is like well why doesn't voldemort just declare himself minister of magic 
Um, and Remus says, effectively, he is the minister, but why should he sit behind a desk at the ministry? Um, his puppet, Thickness, it's still funny, is <laughs> taking care of everyday business, leaving Voldemort free to extend his power beyond the ministry. Um, naturally, many people have deduced what happened. There have, have been um, dramatic changes in the ministry policy in the last few days. Um, and many are whispering that Voldemort must be behind it, but they whisper. They daren't confide in each other, not knowing whom to trust. Um, and so uh, basically Voldemort is like knows that declaring himself would have provoked an open rebellion, but remaining masked has created confusion, uncertainty, and fear. Ooh. Just a bar. Just a, it's also, also just a lesson in civics. Trash. And like why mm -hmm. an informed and questioning electorate is important. Mm -hmm. Like no one is basically he's saying like no one is willing to speak truth to power. <laughs> no mm -hmm. one is willing to openly question. Because they don't know who's in like how like even if they know it's Voldemort, they don't know how many of their folks actually support him. They don't know right. like you know, I could disappear tomorrow. If it's just me, then then right. what? And they like, also know that like look at what happened to Harry fifth year. Like I'm not trying to, mm -hmm. you know, be painted as a crazy murderer person like right. I don't want that smoke if I'm out here on my own like I'm like mm -hmm. if there's like a group of people that I could come out and like open and openly like defy this or, or, or like speak out about it with like numbers behind me then I would do that but like because I can't trust in anyone else I'm not gonna I don't feel comfortable going out and speaking out about it on my own because look at Charity Burbage where is she at like where mm -hmm. is Scrimger now. Oh, he just resigned? Right. Like, like the whole minister got right, got. Right, just disappeared. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then Harry says, in this dramatic change in ministry policy involved warning the visiting world against me instead of Voldemort, and Reedman says, um, now that Dumbledore is dead, you, the boy who lived, were sure to be a symbol and rallying point for any resistance to Voldemort. Um, but by suggesting you had a hand in the old hero's death, Voldemort has not only set a price upon your head, but sown doubt and fear amongst many who would have defended you. And to that, I say Coldemort. Ah, uh, you're benched. Why? Because this chapter is hard enough. Tom Marcolo Riddle? No? <laughs> no? Oh, so you just, you just said, let me get comfortable. Comfortable. I am Lord Coldemort? No? No. That's crazy. Okay, that's fine. I just, I thought. No, you didn't but, think. Okay. I did. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. <laughs> so the ministry also has started moving against Muggleborns. It's about time. Um, so, uh, <laughs> first off, um, Delia said that she also thought that, I'm going up a little bit, that she also thought that this is the time that Dean set off too which is about tracks. Um, and then Amani said, bye, B, and Portia said, Voldemort. I warned y'all that I was going to be out of pocket. I haven't even gotten to the point yet, but it's fine. Soon. So um, Remus turns to the to page two of the prophet, um, and Hermione reads out loud, Muggle-born register. The Ministry of Magic is undertaking a survey of so-called Muggle-borns. The better to understand how they became how they came to possess magical secrets. Recent research undertaken by the Department of Mysteries reveals that magic can only be passed from person to person when wizards reproduce. Where no proven wizarding ancestry exists, therefore, the so-called Muggle-born is likely to have obtained magical power by theft or force. 
The Ministry is determined to root out such usurpers of magical power, and to this end has issued an invitation to every so-called Muggleborn to present themselves for interview by the newly appointed Muggleborn Registration Commission. Who's it headed by? We um, don't know yet. Spoiler heavy, dude. Um, <laughs> oh, I know. I'm just saying. I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it, it hasn't been said yes. yet, but we'll find out. It's our favorite person. Our favorite person. Um, so this is also like just thinking, looking at the um, the way that this is worded. You, you know, like this is this is the Muslim ban, where he was like, I'm not saying that I'm banning them because they Muslims, but I'm banning them because they Muslims, like. That's what this, like, reads as. It's, like, the ministry is determined to root out such usurpers of magical power. And to this end, has an invitation to every so-called muggle-born. Like, I'm not volunteering to, like, put my name on a list when you, uh, you've you already deemed me a usurper of magical power and a so-called mm-hmm. muggle-born. Had they had worded this, like, the Department of Mysteries has found out that, like, magic can only be passed down through family bloodlines and would like to do um a research study or have to do some more some like more in-depth research about how muggle-borns come to their magic you know what i mean like you could just you could be a little you could finesse it a yeah, little bit more but, but they do not i would argue that he's not yeah i was gonna say i would argue he doesn't care right right because if you present yourself you're gonna be in prison if you don't pre- uh present yourself you're killed like either way muggle-borns out the way right like, I don't think that he, it's like, okay, you separate the brave from the, from the, like, ones who follow the rules. Oh, well. Either way, they go die. This is... Um, Ron says, people won't let this happen. It is happening, Ron, said Lupin. Muggleborns are being rounded up as they speak. And then Ron is like, well, how are they supposed to have stolen magic? That's meant, like, he's just like, that makes no sense. But again, racism is illogical. Mm-mm. They don't come up with that shit because they actually believe it. Or they, they come up with the shit and then they force, they train themselves to believe it. And then they educate other people to believe it. But up top, from the beginning, they knew that shit wasn't true. They had no sources Mm-mm. cited. They just were like, oh, from my observations, I just decided off the top of my head today because it was like windy. And, you know, I, I want, want your land. I want your people resources. off my land. I, I want, want you to work for me. <laughs> So let's just say that your brains are smaller and that you're savage. And so let's just do that. And then that way I can justify why I want to take these things from you for myself and my money. And then like, you know, cool. Amani says that Ron is on some, this isn't the wizarding world I grew up in. It very much is. But I, and I, and I think this is actually like, we talk about, like we talk shit about Ron, but this is actually one of the parts of his characterization that I like. And we brought this up. I want to say, when maybe when Remus maybe when he found out that Remus was a werewolf right and maybe again when he found out that Hagrid is a half giant and how like Ron is that privileged person who like you know there we can talk about like you know his relationship wise and like there are certain on that end how he's he's not all that great but in terms of like being an ally and kind of like he has these moments where he does check his privilege, but obviously you see his biases first, right? They come out mm-hmm. first and he's like, I, this, I, this could never happen. And then people are like, yo, it could. And, and it does like, happen okay, all the it time. Could. And it happens all the time. And then he's like, word, right? Like it's the same with the werewolves where he's like, no, get away from me, where get away from me, werewolf. And now he's like, no, nah, Remus is the homie. Right. Hashtag uncle. I think there's, there's right? a Tumblr, <laughs> like, which I, 
I, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm referring yeah. to that. It's a Tumblr post. It's a Tumblr post. post. It went around. It's very popular. Um, we've talked about before about Ron being a racist um, and that being the point, um, which I I wrote about Ron after we saw that dumb play and like that being lost in like the longer, like the further removed from the, these like, books that we get, like that gets more lost yeah. in Ron's characterization, which is like, Un, like a large part of his story and his journey is unlearning things that he just never questioned. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it's like the problem we were talking about, maybe it's two weeks ago now, where like she starts off with that stuff. It gets weaker as it goes on because she focuses more on other things. Right. Um, and so like that, I feel like it's a, it's a great starting point for Ron and it happens. And in this moment, I think it makes sense. But then it just, it like, it's like almost there, right. but it doesn't fully like makes a full kind of doesn't take yeah. it all the way. Portia says these are not wizarding values as the boy who longed for house elves, which is, you know, not wrong, not wrong. But again, she's not taking it all. Like she, it's like she starts, she has the idea. It's the same with the house elf. She has the idea and she knows how she, and she's like, and then she just stops and you're just like, but like, just take more yeah steps. just follow the, the thought where you're like right there it's on the tip of your tongue and you just were like nah whatever you good we good um so then hermione or sorry so ron is like what if pure bloods and half bloods where muggleborns are part of their family i'll tell everyone that hermione's my cousin um which is, i'll teach you my family tree so you can answer questions on it like he's like we're not, we're not about to do this. But then Hermione's like, well, you know, we're on the run with Harry Potter. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter either way. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, we did. I'm not turning myself in to be registered. Ain't nobody doing none of that. We're good. Because we they, don't, they want us dead regardless of my blood status. So. Right. That's just another. Shout out to you. Another notch on the like, belt. No. They're like, oh, two birds, one stone. She dead anyway. Right. Like, that's, that's mood at this point. <laughs> like, eh, whatever. <laughs> um. And so then Remus tells him that attendance at Hogwarts is now compulsory for every young witch and wizard, um, which is a change because it was never obligatory before. Um, nearly every witch and wizard at Brid- at, in Britain sorry, has been educated at Hogwarts, but their parents have the right to teach them at home or send them abroad if they preferred. But this way, Voldemort has the whole of the wizarding population under his eye from a young age. Um, and, you know, he wants to he wants to mold the kids. Teach the youths. You know, yeah, it's like Robin, he believes the children are his future. Are his future you know? But, you know, I could see that because he said about creating an heir. Um, because just, nope. you know. Mm-mm. No, no, you can see that because remember, he was always wanted to teach at Hogwarts. Yeah, and so then he was and like. part of that I... was, be- nope, we're stopping. Hey, 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 <laughs> stop it. Stop. Don't treat me like I treat Luna. No. <laughs> If you were, if we were in the same room, I would smack you. That's why I'm snapping. That's my, that's my move with my dog. We're not, we're not doing it. But we have to. That's not, I mean, that's a, when Ami doesn't want to say, do something, she's like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just start saying it. But we're supposed to, with all of our knowledge of the world of, of the wizarding world. Nope, not doing all it. All of our knowledge. Nope. So it's also... Maggie says people who plan to live forever don't have heirs. That's what I thought, Maggie. That's the point. That's what I thought. That's that was what that was what we thought, but then we learned otherwise. From who? From (laughs) Exactly. So 
Nope. JK nope. told us to read that book though, or to play. Nope. So um, it's also another way of weeding out Muggleborns because students must be given blood status before they are allowed to attend. Um, so then Harry is feeling sick and angry thinking of all the 11 year olds who, um, who are, you know, they just found out they're a wizard. They're like going through all their books and they're like, wow, I'm in this world. Right. And like, cause it's August already. So a lot of these kids have already gotten their letters, mm-hmm. um, and then find out that they will never see Hogwarts, perhaps never see their families again either. Ooh. So... You know, I could. Some... I just want to give her her things, um, but then I'm also thinking about the air. Like at the same time, like this, she my has her brain. It's just like so split because, like, yeah, that was, yeah, that was amazing. Well, let's let's get into it. Was amazing. It was, and it's like really sad. And it sucks for the kids yep. who are like very much like ready to do this thing and then instead it's something else entirely. All right, let's get into my favorite part. So oh. Rima says, Rima says, I understand if you can't confirm this, Harry, but the order is under the impression that Dumbledore left you a mission. He did. Uh, said Harry, can you confide in me what the mission is? And Harry's like, sorry, I can't. If Dumbledore didn't tell you, I don't think I can. I thought you'd say that, said Remus, but I might still be of some use to you. You know you know what I am and what I can do. I can come with you to provide protection. There would be no need to tell me exactly what you were up to. I think that this is an open and shut case, you know, sold. <laughs> Where are we going? You know, three become four. Let's do it. Two become I'm ready. one. Are All you right. ready? Are you ready? Um, no? No. I, I, I think that Harry has some very good follow-up questions. Um, as well so, as Hermione. Well, Hermione... So Harry is, like, hesitating. And that's, you know, reasonable, right? Because he's like, how do I keep the secret of my mission from Remus while he also helps us? And, you know, that's fine. But how about you just tell him? How about that? No secrets. What's the point I mean, of secret listen, when that's your hashtag dad? Dumbledore is dead. Why? Yo, like... That's what I'm saying. Who who are you? Why can't Remus? What's Remus going to do with that information other than help you? If he's with you on this journey and you trust him completely, like, you just you say the thing. You know? I will Go ahead say, and- oh no. We didn't even, oh, thank God Constance was banned. I couldn't handle it. Oh no. Oh. Had he... Taking him up on his offer. It would have been lit. He might not have. I mean. He, he would have still been at the Battle of Hogwarts though. We're going to talk about that. But I'm going to wait. Like it would be different. A couple. I just, well so I'm going to. I am I think I get what you're saying. You're saying he would probably die earlier. No. Or, or not die at all. No. He, yeah. But he would have to die because of the resurrection stone. Well, so yeah, we're he didn't have to. So we're gonna. I I don't want to talk about that today, only because I think there's a better moment to discuss him dying before he actually. And dies. Maggie, I just want to keep calling her Magus. I don't know why. <laughs> I want to extend Margaret. 
Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Margaret has a great point. She doesn't want to be rude, but who would be brewing Wolf Bane for him on the run? Hermione. That's what see, uh, Hermione said. Yeah, it. that's true. She got polyjuice. She got but it. Th- how mm-hmm. are they going to get all the? It's the the ingredients are expensive and hard to come by. Hermione has all the money. Harry still has a vault full of money. They ain't afraid. They Hermione ain't don't have funds. all the money. Let's just be clear. She empty. She has Harry's her money account, and she's yes. seventeen. Okay, yes. When You're I right. was seventeen, but, uh, but, but again, had a, but like, again, flush. Harry, Harry is richy rich, rich. But the but they are, and they did not freeze his funds. All you need is a little bit of polyjuice. The goblins aren't gonna say nothing. Send Crookshanks. Shit. That's true. Crookshanks got it. <laughs> That's true. I just need some money for some wolfsbane potion. That's fine. They'll be like, oh, seems legit. It's a cat. Great. <laughs> Gringotts. Strongest place. So that's questions. <laughs> Best place to hide something except for Hogwarts. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so Why then, um, not go to Green or go to Gringotts like immediately and take he out. He couldn't money. have gone. Maybe, maybe, maybe Arthur. Like Molly, when they were, when everyone was still pretending, like when Scrimger was still in charge and everyone was still pretending he was going to go back to he school. He couldn't go. He can't leave the borough at that huh? point. I'm saying he, Arthur or Molly could have done it, but he couldn't have done it. I mean, even them going might have been a problem because then it would have been like, oh, Harry clearly is with them. So it's a little bit tricky at that point. But he spent all that time trying to get from what's it called, or all that strife getting from Privet Drive to the Borough. He can't go to Green I'm Dodge. just saying, like, they could have, when the minish- when Scrimger was still in charge of the ministry, had the aurors or whatever, like, when Scrimger came, Harry could have been like, listen, I'll do you a solid if you do me a solid and, like, transfer a cool whatever, whatever, bring me some bags of my own galleons. Like, run me my coins. That's possible. I think it might be difficult because knowing that Voldemort has eyes everywhere. If somebody else is going to take some money out of Harry's account, then clearly they know where Harry right. is. But this just has me thinking that we're living, I mean, we are kind of living in the medieval world where like back in like Jane Austen days where they would just run up, they just have tabs and then settle it later because they didn't carry yeah. cash around like that. But I'm like, right. Also, do I just like make a tab under like, do I just run up debts under like Vernon, Vernon Dudley? Dudley's? That's my alias. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then Hermione looks puzzled. And I just felt like, why? Just go with it. <laughs> um, but what about... <laughs> I hate For you. what reason? She says, but what about talks? And Re- whoop, uh, sorry. And Rima says, what about her? Period. Open and shut. Let's what? go. Let's do it. What about her? <laughs> and so she out in left field. She's fine. <laughs> But Hermione says, you're married. How does she feel about you going away with us? And Remus is like, talks will be perfectly safe. She'll be at her parents. And I want to point out, technically, she's she has to have been fired if the ministry is under Voldemort's control. There's no way. Like, we were talking about, like, how it kind of sucks that she she's just also a all half-blood. of a sudden is not working. Yeah, but that, the half-blood is not so much an issue. It's more just, like, the fact that she is... All of a sudden, she's pregnant and she's not working. Right. But, technically... How is she gonna work in the R's office? Well, that's what I was saying. Like, I was my thing wasn't that she was pregnant; she's not working. My thing was like, how is she marrying Lupin and still working? Right. That was my. But I think she was before. Well, actually, it's not clear. I don't know. It's not clear. I mean, if they kept it secret, 
They kept it pretty secret, like, or fairly secret. Like, Harry, I mean, I don't know. I guess they have to register their marriage with somebody. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Um, common law marriage is a thing. It's true. Um, Regarding talks, Delia says, oh, you mean my rebound from Sirius? She's cool or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I had that same thought, not even gonna lie. Um, (laughs) Portia says, Remus is like, I don't know her. And then Monty's like, what about Tonks? And then uses that gif of uh, Jimon Hansu from Gardens of the Galaxy. Who? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know her. Um, but, like, also, though, Tonks, to be Tonks is fine, honest, he but, doesn't like, know her. No. They hooked up a couple times while they were on a like, stakeout. Okay. Like, who doesn't hook up on a stakeout? It's they the most, like, do. and that's why. And I will say, like, I'm going to continue to be out of pocket because I love Remus and I just want him to have his things. But, like, I just also feel like I think this was one of the other reasons why reading this pretty much every time. I would say the first time, but, like, pretty much every time I'm just like, nah, just let him go. Just why not? Why can't he come with all? Come with us. Let's let him come with us. We out. that bullshit relationship. But the, right. Because it's like we didn't, we're, we haven't had enough time to be invested in their relationship. Yeah. It came out of nowhere in the last two chapters of Half-Blood Prince, and then we just had to accept that they were all of a sudden married, and now, and now she's pregnant. Okay, and so? <laughs> I don't care, because I don't, I am not invested in them as a couple, yeah. at all. So, let Remus go I with the trio, because about... he is their, ha- it's, he's Harry's hashtag dad, he's their, here's their Defense Against the Dark Arts Professor, he knows good on things. Paper. He can help, right? Like, Hermione's the only person doing shit anyway, so let's share the load. Let's just, you know? Like, I don't, and it's it's a, and I think that if we had seen them building a relationship in Order of the Phoenix, maybe had them mention shit during like we only saw Remus like one time, maybe two times in the last mm-hmm. book. So for how would we even be able to build that tension? And now all of a sudden they love each other? No, sorry. So this has been no. my head cannon for a minute. Is that they were on stakeout and. They were bored, you know, because a lot of the order shit was just sitting around waiting and watching, watching and waiting. And Remus is like, well, why not? Let's do the thing. I mean, we ain't got nothing else to do. We're just Well, no, here. you forget that Remus got jealous when Tonk said that Sirius didn't look bad for someone who spent all that time in Azkaban. Even though that's her cousin. I just can't. I'll, never mind. I'll save that for Vulcan chat because there's something going on in Star Trek that I'm not okay with. Um... I think Remus got jealous because he was like, don't be looking at my man the same way that I get jealous. No, he literally said he always gets the girls. It was gross. Remember we read that that one time. It was gross. <laughs> we don't have to we don't have to talk about it. I'm sorry. I, I shouted you down about the other thing. I shouldn't yeah, be. Don't... It's cool. My fault. My fault. My fault. That, that was on me. You. That was my bad. Okay. That was so, my bad. Remus is just like, fine. Like, you want to, I want to. We're consenting adults. Let's, let's like, you know, keep each other warm. And then Tonks caught feelings and Remus was like, but that's just not where I see my life going. And then Tonks got pregnant and then they got married. Like they read it the other way around, but actually, because he is just like, Hey, we got married. Sorry. We didn't invite you. It happened like all of a sudden. Right. Cause Tonks was pregnant first. Someone checked the date. I believe it. Shotgun wedding. And then Lupin was like, we're in a war. 
Who cares about? I'm a werewolf. Who cares about? Okay, let's wait. Wait. Okay, let's. Who cares about your virtue? I can't. I cannot. I cannot. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was gonna move on, and you said that. (laughs) Who cares? Honestly. Okay. Do you care? Okay. 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 So. I don't. I literally give zero. Anyway, Delia says um, that the argument is he needs to be a dad to Teddy, but like, uh, A, Joe took it away anyway, which is the thing I want to talk about, which is that, see, just jumping the gun. I love when we are all on the same page. It's great. Um, And then B, he's going on secret werewolf missions, so he isn't around anyway. Hello. Um, Amani says, who taught you the damn Patronus? Who can talk to you about Godric's Hollow and your parents that you're dying to know so you can focus on the Hollows? Who knows more about Snape and how he thinks to beat him? Like, all of these points. Like, I just am so glad. Portia says, shoot, Remus is probably depressed from the werewolf missions alone and finally sees a chance to go on a mission that he'll enjoy and feel useful during. Now he's seizing his chance. Give him his chance. Remus, hashtag send Remus on the mission with the trio 1997. Slash eight. Plus, he didn't want to be married anyway. He was like, we can have that damn baby. You can get half of my not. I got nothing, but you can have half of it. I'll see the kid on nights and weekends. Like, what you want from me? Why are we married, Who though? Who needs <laughs> children or, or wives? Who, need, Who needs I, to be? I'm going to spend three to four days a month as a werewolf. I can't be around that baby anyway. Like, we already going to have shared custody. So let's just do the damn thing. You, you, I get him on weekends where there is I'm no just... full moon. You get him on another. <laughs> let's go about our business, bitch. Feels... I just don't want to be married. Yeah, I it was just cold feels and like lonely, it and wasn't like we were out of pumpkin patches, and like we had oh. six more hours on duty, and so that's what happened. It just it. It, it'd be like that sometimes. It beats that way. I, you know, I suppose. I, you know. I could very much, like, I could take this much better, like Dahlia said, if he wasn't still going on werewolf missions. <laughs> and he didn't die. And he did That's the main one, yeah. honestly. But we'll, but we'll, but we will get there. You can't come um, at us from this big mission, but when there's the big final battle... How about you and your right. wife show up? That sounds like a great idea. Right. Awesome. Um, so then, so there's something strange in Remus's tone. It was almost cold. There was also something odd in the idea of Tonks remaining, remaining hidden in her parents' house. She was, after all, a member of the Order. And as far as Harry knew, would likely want to be in the thick of the action. Sure. But, like, what what can she add to the, to the, like, she's an R. But what can she add to the trio slash quad thing that we got going on here? Quad, quadruple, quad, the, mm, the, the, squ- the, the squad, the squad, what, squad. What are, the squad, squad, exactly, the the squad. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh god! What could she add? Like it's fine, but like she know nothing about Horcruxes. Can she? Like what can she do that Hermione and Remus can't handle together? And maybe a little bit of Harry when they're in a pinch. And Ron. Too, and also, I suppose. As Delia says, she's pregnant. She's not hungering down because she's a woman. She's pregnant. She literally, what's she gonna do? Lupin right. ain't pregnant. He does. He ain't. Have that That's un- what I'm saying. 
we ain't pregnant. <laughs> Hold up. Okay, wait. So then Remus, so then, so then Hermione's like, is everything all right? Um, and Remus is like, everything's fine. Thank you. And then she, he says, Tox is going to have a baby. Not we. Not, oh, I'm going to be a dad. Like, also, Tox is having a baby. Oh my God, I'm on your side now. I was totally on Harry's side. But also, it takes nine months to have a baby. Yeah, go off. Come, come back. back. All right, guys. I mean, obviously, you want to, like, support your wife or whatever. But, like, I'm still not sold on Remus and Tox. So I really right. don't care. And support your Sorry, wife. Sorry, I just like, don't. By just being there, like, giving her hot Yeah, tiles, I mean, I, I suppose. But, like, y'all are also trying to, like, stop. Like, is it going with Harry technically a good thing? You because in a way, you're like trying a, to make the world, world. Right. You're trying to make the world a better place for your right. child. Boom. Who, you're, who Boom. you have decided Period. you will have custody of on nights and weekends. Why can't we have the squad? Well, not nights. All nights except for the nights where they're in the full moon. Yes. But, but even then. If you give him the wolf's vein, then like y'all could still right. travel while, you know, you just, even if you're, even when you're camping out, he could just be outside. Yeah. Just sleeping, you know? Y'all get the tit, he gets outside. And then he comes back to his full right. human form, and then we're good. Golden. So not like, what, a day, maybe two, because, like, you know, sometimes a full moon is twice in the month, but, like, that's not even that long. Yeah. I just feel and like... I don't want to be married. This is the thing. It's like, this is more... This is less about the just... baby and more about the fact that, like, he was like, listen, I got... I'm... Like... I got married a month ago to some girl I don't know. And now I'm getting I'm to just, know her. I'm, and I'm not feeling it. No. So then so then they're all like, wow, congratulations, that's great. And he's like, cool. So you accept my offer? Will three become four? I cannot believe Dumbledore would have disapproved. He, de- he appointed me your defense against the dark arts teacher after all. And I must tell you, I believe that we are facing magic. Many of us have never encountered or imagined. Just say yes. I mean, like, he's he's laying out all the points. He is making a lot of good um, observations and giving great advice. And he's totally prepared. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you know, as Amani says, he's trying to heal the world, make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human yeah. race. Why can't we have the, the Sequad? I want the Sequad. <laughs> I really I want, want it. I want the Sequad and I'm upset about it. I just don't understand why we can't all be on the same page. Um, um, Maggie says instead of telling Lupin to go back to his wife, he should have told him that they need to get a wizarding divorce, which I don't even think, like, is the paperwork filed? The Death Eaters have taken over the ministry. You know they don't do paperwork. They don't care. Like, what? I mean, they don't even they don't even respect y'all's marriage. They was already making fun of you at the meeting. So, like, at this point, be like, nah, we good. They'd be like, cool, for sure. I already knew that wasn't going to work out. Right. We was talking to Bellatrix about it last Dude. night. She wasn't about it. Tonks could totally pull one out and be like, listen, I had this like fling with a werewolf. They are terrible. I like anti-werewolf sentiment. Rah, rah, rah. Like we need some spies on the inside. We need some Hercules Mulligans up in this piece. Like Tonks could like be like, it was a fling. It happened. I'm jilted. I want to, I want to join up with the Death Eaters and then take them down from All the inside. She's, she's female snake, like... you know? <laughs> she's what? It's Snape, right? Jilted and then... No, I was... No, I was saying oh, that's, her cover. My that's her cover so that she could get in. I know. That was his... I mean, that wasn't his cover. It was his cover. I, I don't know what his... No, I never mind. Snape is just jilted because he's a terrible... He's just a shitty, shitty person. <laughs> he just stay jilted. Yeah. Uh, but Press. Tox pretends to be jilted 
And she takes them down from the inside, and then Lupin joins Saquad and Saquad and and then goes and takes down the Horcruxes, and then we could have this shit done in four months flat, and they could get back to Hogwarts before the summer hall uh, before the after the winter holidays, and like get some magical education with McGonagall running the shit. Boom, solved it. So much more efficient this way, you know. So then, so then Harry's like, to be clear, you want to leave Tonks at her parents' house and come away with us. And Lumis is like, she'll be perfectly safe. They'll look after her. And you know, like, this is a good idea. Uh, and then he says, Harry, I'm sure James would have wanted me to stick with you, which I think was just a little, he should, he just, uh, he just went a little too far. Just reel it back in. Mm-hmm. He was laying it on too thick. But also the baby and Harry's is like, not here. I mean... So then Harry's like, I'm pretty sure my father wouldn't have wanted you, uh, would wanted to know why you weren't sticking with your own kid, actually, which I'm just like, Harry, guess what? It's not about you. And there's no kid. How about that? Kids take nine months. I mean, it is about you, but it's not about you. Kids take nine months. I mean, I don't, I, that particular argument, I feel like she, it, it's helpful to have a person there yeah. to help support you while you're pregnant. She, but I mean, it again, war. she got it her mom. War. People, she got her folks. Like, she got her folks. Military has, has made the contingency. Has, it's not like he just left her out in the in the cold, right? Like he was like, "Yo, mama's here. Right. She could help you out. I'm she knows more about being pregnant than I do." All of the feel good stories about the military, like men and women who get deployed and then they come back. Well, the men, because <laughs> that doesn't work the other way. The men come back and then they meet their three month old and they're like, "Oh my god, so lovely to meet you." I'm so happy, yay. But they were gone because of war. Special circumstances, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This isn't three years ago. And then Remus is like, you don't understand. And Harry's like, explain then. I made a grave mistake in marrying Tonks. I did it against, I did it against my better judgment, and I've regretted it very much ever you don't want to be and with Harry that broad. Said, and Harry said, I see. So you're just going to dump her and the kid and run off with us? Yep. Yep. Basically, let's go. Uh, you keep asking these questions, and I just don't understand why. Let's just we've we've made the decision. Remus right. can stay, and let's He's move like, on. Listen, there was no relationship there. Okay, I got her knocked up. I will be providing child support. I will be doing my fatherly duties. But like, why we got to pretend like there's a marriage? I just so then Remus springs to his feet, and he glares at Harry so fiercely that Harry sees for the first time ever. For the first time ever, the shadow of the wolf upon his human face. Ugh. Don't you understand what I've done to my wife and my unborn child? I should have never married her. I've made her an outcast. Um, he kicks aside the chair he had overturned. Like So Remus is just unraveled at this point. Um, you have only ever seen me among the Order um, or under Dumbledore's protection at Hogwarts. You don't know how most of the wizarding world sees creatures like me. Creature when now. they know of my affliction, they can barely talk to me. Don't you see what I've done? Even her own family is disgusted by our marriage. What parents want their only daughter to marry a werewolf? And the child. The child. Um, he sees his handfuls of his own hair looking quite deranged. My kind don't usually breed. It will be like me. I'm convinced of it. How can I forgive myself when I knowingly risk passing my, on my own condition to an innocent child? And if by some miracle it is not like me, then it will be bear, it'll, it will be better off a hundred times so without a father of whom it must always so be stop. ashamed. Because this yep. really confirms my theory. Because had he had they they were they he he knowingly risked it because they were in the throes of like a. We gonna do this thing right now. It wasn't like 
we're in this loving relationship where we're thinking about starting a family because then he would have been like, no, I don't want to start a family. I'm going to wrap that up. Would have been on some Jon Snow, like, huh, I'm, look at me. I'm right. a bastard. I don't want to make right. none of those. So. Right. So that is why I am convinced that this was an accident, baby. And he can love him. I definitely think it was an accident. He can love that he can love Teddy as much as possible. As Amani says, like, he can write letters. The pictures move. They can co-parent. Um, Delia says that based on how Tonks was initially presented before she went off to left field, um, book five Tonks uh, would have been supportive. Book five Tonks was out there fighting for what was right. And, like, book five Tonks would have understood what needs to be done. Um, Delia also says that Tonks is there better. Probably we won't know because we never really got to know her. <laughs> right. Uh, and Maggie says, if only we got a consistent characterization of Tonks. Because it's like, we we literally don't know. But I, I do also want to get to, like, the way that Remus talks about himself and the Are situation. Are we're all on um, <laughs> She, the lad, like, the, the, listen, he is the baby father. That does not mean that they need to be married, Ariana. This is a modern world. People co-parent all the time. They do a bang-up job. It's true. It's Kids true. are better off. Their parents are in a loveless marriage. You know? I mean, so I so I want to... Yeah, going to be serious for a second. Um, and talking about how Remus sees himself. No, let's and not do that part. How other, let's and I think not do it's, that part. We have to. So I think that it's not necessarily... It's not just how he sees himself, right? But it is in some ways. Like he uses words like, like you were, when I was reading it, you were bringing it up, like um, creature, my kind, my kind breed, breed yeah. um, it. Like even talking about his kid, he's saying it, language. right? Like, mm-hmm. Um, and and so it's or creatures like me. Like he's very much like he. Even if he, even if on like good days, he's like cool with who he is as a person, like him being a werewolf has haunted him his entire life it's colored his he also spent most of last book living with some of the most depraved werewolves like right but it's like it's colored his childhood to the point where he didn't even know he was going to get to go to hogwarts then when he gets to hogwarts all of a sudden he has friends like that it changes the way that his relationship with those people are it changes how you know because he had friends and people who did not like see him as an outcast it made him then you know want to fight against Voldemort when he graduated and then he had to deal with all of this like um like he's yeah you know, he's being an outcast he can't get a job he can't like do anything at once the war is over so then for 11 to 12 years he's you know struggling and then he gets this position and then he meets Harry and he does all these things and now he's in the order and whatever but like he his entire life has been colored by the fact that he's a werewolf um, and that he's been a werewolf, and that he's been a werewolf since a very young age. So one of his main things is that he could potentially be passing on this, like the werewolf gene or whatever it is, or virus, I guess, to a, a young child. Yeah. Right. Like his whole like fear, like that time when the kid was, when there was that kid that was bitten, and Tonks come runs to Hogwarts or whatever to make sure it wasn't Remus. Like that's one of Remus's biggest fears right is like biting a kid and passing it on but also passing it on to a child um so it yeah so it's it's like self-hate but then on top of that it's like he doesn't want to 
continue that cycle where it's like Fenrir, right? Like Fenrir, who was the person who bit him, relishes in changing people young. And he's like, I can't, like, he's just is like, I cannot do that. And I don't want to be. Yeah. So Dahlia says I don't want that, to do that it's like most marginalized communities um, and that we internalize how society sees us. Society sees Remus as an it, a creature, etc. and teaches him to hate himself. And like, I see this mm-hmm. from like two perspectives, which is the marginalized community part, but also like from a mental health standpoint of not being able to like just physically not being able to like participate in society at the level in which you see other people participating in society really wears on you to the part where point where you start to believe that you are broken and wrong and not that society is broken and wrong because it doesn't allow space for you, you know? Mm-hmm. So like there was a moment when like I'm most my like a, a very recent moment in which I was like, I'm just not able to do these things because I, I am inevitably going to fail. Um, and that's on me when it's actually like, there should be allowances and room to let me succeed in a way that like, in which I am capable of succeeding. Right. So like that mm-hmm. is kind of what Dumbledore did for him when he became defense against the dark arts teacher. It was like, gave him access to Wolfsbane potion, gave him like, at, like time off when he needed it had like, you know, support systems right that is also when we see remus but when we meet remus but also we see him flourishing in that moment right because like the society that is hogwarts at that moment a lot of it was like being in secret and not and people not knowing um beyond like the faculty but like also the 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 structures and stuff were put in place for him to succeed despite or not just not in spite of but within like his limitations you know what i mean um yeah and so i think it's both of those things it's like he's now like what dahlia says he's internalizing how society is seeing him and hating himself but he's also like there is no space for me in this place and now i'm making it so there's no space for this kid and if Mm -hmm. i if by some chance he doesn't have my affliction or if he does he's not a werewolf right um it's better like he'll have more space if people don't know who his father is which is not untrue right um and then ariana says that remus walking away is a reflection of his self-hatred and should not be encouraged and i think that that's like partially true but also we want to like let's be clear i let's be clear i actually think that what harry did like makes the most sense and given his characterization and what remus needed to hear in that moment um like yes i think it's good i don't think that it like i don't want to talk about it right now but i will say i don't think that that line was fully i don't think it ended the right way um but I will also say that you want squad that that 11 year old me and 13 and 12 year old and 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, all the way up to 24 year old me wants the squad. <laughs> and that's just what it's, I want. It's, it's what the heart wants. What it selfish. wants is what I'm yes. trying to say. Like, like, like intellectually and like logically, I, I, I get why. And I understand it. And like, yeah, it makes sense. And yeah, he should go home to his wife and his kid. But like, I want the squad. <laughs> you, 
it would just be better. She also says that Remus could open his own school where all students of magical ability are welcome, where it's the magical, the wizarding shark tank when you need it. Um, and then she bitches herself by saying, post battle of Hogwarts, how many children may have been attacked? And we're think, and I'm immediately thinking of uh, Lavender, who we don't, we don't know. Um, or have PTSD. He could have a school with counselors, a safe community for survivor children. How many children may be orphans now? I mean, there are so she many reasons. She edited it. Not At first, it was like just how many, yeah. and then she just continued to bench. She put pillows, like she edited to put pillows and a, a one of those, you know, like it comes, you know, a recliner section. She put her mm-hmm. feet up. Um, so then, so uh, Hermione says, Remus, how could any child be ashamed of you? And Harry's like, I don't know. I'd be pretty ashamed of him. Hey, Harry, you're messing up the squad. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, he didn't know where his, ra- where his rage was coming from, um, but it had, propelled him, it had propelled him to his feet, too. I wonder if it's heightened because of the letter he just got, he just like found, he just found, yeah. too. Um so then Harry says, if the new regime thinks Muggleborns are bad, what would they do with the half-werewolf whose father's in the order? Um, my father died trying to protect my mother and me, and you reckon he'd tell you to abandon your kid to go on an adventure with it's us? It's not just and, an adventure. And it's not an adventure. Like, I think that he's he's watering it yeah. down, right? Remus is like, how dare you? This is not about a desire for danger or personal glory. Um, though he is being reckless, it's not for the same. Like, he's, he has his griff. This is... He's, Big Gryffindor energy is all up and through this damn chapter, but that's not the particular traits that he's showing right now. Um, Harry says, I think you're feeling a bit of a daredevil. You fancy stepping into serious issues, and how how dare, how dare you talk to your hashtag dad like that? That's just rude. I can't. I cannot. I I shall not. I want to feel feeling, but you're making it very hard. Which I appreciate, actually. I'm upset. I'm so mad. Like, I mean, yeah, I think I'm also trying to, like, not have feelings. So I'm... I like it. I appreciate it. I, you know... I just need him to not, is what I need him to do, is to not. Very much that. Things Harry should do. Things Harry should do. Not. (laughs) Very much that. Like, I just feel like where, like... One second. Luna! Del... Oh. Girl! Let me go close this door because I don't trust her. Okay. I don't trust you. You're an untrustworthy character. You're cute. But you're a jerk. Carry on. Come sit by me. Come to go to sleep. How did we get here, chat? Okay. <laughs> um. Um. So Delia says, "Where is the respect?" Amani says, "If you don't get his name out your mouth." Um. Delia says he'd never speak to Sirius that way. Um, Amani says, "Step into Sirius's shoes." Ariana says, "But who's gonna check you, boo?" <laughs> Can't. Um, Amani, how dare you stand where he stood? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just, it's, Portia it's said, just you annoying. Bring up both of his besties with all that shade. 
I'm just, I'm just annoyed. Um, I'd never have believed this. Harry said, the man who taught me to fight Dementors, a coward. What? Just like. Out of pocket. Just disrespect. Out. And there goes the Saquad down the toilet. It's rude. <laughs> Off to live with Myrtle. We hardly knew ye. All we wanted was Saquad. That's it. Is, so Remus nice draws his wand. And you like this Remus draws book. his wand and... Oh, wait, sorry. Say, I said, we could what? never have nice things and you like this book. I do like this book, but I like Order of the Phoenix better. Um, so Remus draws his wand and, and basically cur- curses Harry um, and then disappears. And then Hermione's like, how could you? And Harry says, it was easy. Um, and then Hermione's, you know, looking... Adam or whatever with her big old eyes and she's like don't look at me like that um, Ron says don't you start on her and Hermione's like yo let's all chill you know mm-hmm. just take a moment um, and then Ron and then Ron says you shouldn't have said that stuff to Lupin he had it coming to him um, broken images were racing each other through his mind Sirius falling through the veil Dumbledore suspended broken in midair a flash of green light in his parents voice begging for mercy Parents, said Harry, shouldn't leave their kids unless they've got to. But one could argue that he has to. One could argue. I mean, I think the thing is, right, is that I mean, it's like a both-and situation. Remus is absolutely running away from Tonks and his kid. Mm-hmm. He also needs to help Harry. Or needs. He also wants to help Harry. Yes. Who is... For all intents and purposes, his kid. Okay? Um, I will die on that hill. I feel like if Remus was going and Tonks was not pregnant or they weren't married or whatever and Remus had just come like, hey, I could help y'all out. And he would have been like, yeah, for sure. But because he has these responsibilities that he's very clearly running away from um, and that he should be dealing with, I think Harry is very much like, nah, because at this point, right, he's thinking about Sirius, um, who, you know, came and risked his life to save him. Think about Dumbledore, who, I mean, he, at this point in his head, he, like, Dumbledore sacrificed himself for him. At the very least, guided him, right? Um, and then his parents, who very, quite literally, sacrificed themselves for him and not for, like, the war and for the whatever. Like, Remus leaving his kid for the war or because he's feeling like less than and whatever is is not like to Harry that does not make sense to him and given that he's lost all of these parental figures he's very much just like I like no yes I cannot um and I really feel him on this like this is just like it's a it's a hard moment Maggie says um coward is the most disrespectful insult a Gryffindor can think of hit him where it hurts um, and then Portia says, okay, but you named your son after the biggest coward, you awful boy, which, yep. Um, Amanda says, he's running towards you, Harry, his son. This heart is where he truly lives. Um, Amani is showing out. Um, Portia says, Harry's PTSD is showing. And Delia says, which, if he had a counselor, he, to help him process his emotions at Hogwarts, he might not have had this outburst. And then Maggie says she knows that Lupin is going through it, but also not sure how calming a presence he'd be if Harry can push a few buttons and he runs off like that. 
Um, and we almost gotten we almost have gotten school off. Okay. Um, yeah, so I want to go back to what Maggie said about Lupin not being a calming presence, and Harry can push a mm-hmm. few buttons and he runs off. And I think that is the one thing that I stuck with in reading these books was like, or in reading this passage is that like he he really wants to help and I think he could be a help but I don't think he could be as much of a help as he thinks he could because he is obviously mm. going through it. Going but through then it. again I also at the same time don't know how helpful to talks he could be either. Like so right. it makes sense to me that he would get some time away some perspective be with Saquad and then go back like mm-hmm with perspective and with like some distance and be like, no, this is something I actually really want. I think I could, you know, or even if I don't want it, this is like my responsibility. And like, this is, you know, a a choice I made and I have to see it through. Like, I don't think that Remus, right. There's nothing in what we've, we've known of Remus. Um, that suggests that he would not like, take care of his family but also like you said harry is his also his family but then also and again i don't buy the really i don't buy the talks thing <laughs> i don't yeah i mean i honestly i do not like i get like i we're, we're operating on the like okay if they really love each other and because like, that's what you cool, say have this kid and he's like no i can't like fine yeah you said that great it's just like henny i it's don't just like I just don't like i don't care talks and remus Especially given that Remus and Sirius very clearly had more chemistry. I mean, did they or did like the fandom give them more chemistry because we had that long summer and all that fanfic? I'm I'm asking a serious question. Both and. Both and. Both and. But, but we got far we, more of Remus and Sirius than we did. I mean, Harry calling Remus. them and then both being at Grandma Place was like. Was just this. Can we just go back and read career advice? Can we do that? Because it was just, it was so warm. I feel like that was, was that the last chapter where everything was just like light and just happy? Maybe. I feel like it might have been. I mean, I feel like we haven't had a light and happy chapter. That might be so why long. I love that. I mean, it's not why. There's so many reasons why I love that chapter, but like that could potentially be why, because it was like, there has to be something after that. I don't know. Career advice is just perfect. And I'd like to go back, please. I'd like to go back there. I'm just going to (laughs) go read it after I'm done. Potentially. Um, Okay. So, speaking of, he he looks at the fireplace. He had once spoken to Lupin out of that fireplace, seeking reassurance about James, and Lupin had consoled him. And I just want us to go back (laughs) to that time. It was a nice time. Um, Dahlia brings up a great point that says, let's be real, doing reckless shit is how Gryffindors process their emotions. And this would have helped him clear his head. How many freaking times did Harry get in an argument with somebody or like get irritated and then all of a sudden he's like a seat of, he just thinks of Cho's face and he plunges his, his, plunges it in, uh, plunges his own face into Snape's thoughts. Those things don't correlate at all. So how are you going to be out here being hypocritical because somebody wants to actually do some shit with their lives while also like being ain't shit, but you just go on and continue to be ain't shit and double down on the ain't shitness. Can we just, 
talk about that. <sighs> just, I cannot. I can't. I just want the Saquad. That's all I want. I want that, and I want to go back to career advice. Because another Gryffindor, what I another like Gryffindor trait is to not be able to see in themselves what they see in others. So now Lupin's tortured white face seemed to swim in the I air mean, before him. Like he thing, felt a sickening like, surge you know. of remorse. So at least he feels bad. Like he got through the anger and now he's like, okay, I definitely Sorry. went too far. Um, he says, I know I shouldn't have called him the coward, um, but he's acting like one. But if it makes him go back to talks, it'll be worth it, won't it? I don't. Well, what? I don't know because we don't know anything about the relationship. So, um, so Harry is like, this is a long chapter, shit. Um, so Harry is kind of just like trying to distract himself. Um, so he grabs the Daily Prophet and finds, and he's kind of just skimming it, but then Dumbledore's name leaps out at him, and he sees a photograph that says the Dumbledore family, left to right, Albus Percival holding newborn Ariana, Kendra, and Aberforth. Um, Dumbledore's father, Percival, was a good-looking man with eyes that seemed to twinkle, even in the faded old photograph. The baby, Ariana, was a little longer than a loaf of bread. And the mother, Kendra, had jet black hair pulled into a high bun. Harry sees her and thinks of Native Americans, which... Does not make her a Native American. And also, is not, not a description, description for a person. You know, you know how Cher, they look. You know Cher. Cher used to look, like, very much... Mm-hmm like a Native American. I think she might be some part Native American. I'm not sure she might be some part Native. But also a lot of that was just tan and a flat iron and racism. Yeah, because I'm just like, nobody, like, what does a Native American look like? You know, like, first of all, how different many? tribes. There's from different <laughs> tribes, different different regions of the world. Of the, of the, or of oh, the yeah, country, Native Americans, or the or the continents, continent of the there's there's two of the mm-hmm. two of them, two American continents, two American continents, and she just looks mm-hmm. like all of them apparently. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then there's Ab- Albus and Aberforth who wear lacy collared jackets and have identical shoulder length hairstyles. Um, and this is before Albus had his nose broken or had to wear glasses. And so then he sees the exclusive extract from the upcoming biography of Albus Dumbledore by Rita Skeeter. So I'm not saying that she shouldn't be allowed to write this story or that the story shouldn't come out. But given what we've already known about Rita's words and how they end up being used by the wrong people for nefarious purposes, I just feel like she needs to have some sort like this of... this is the shit that she got, she spent a whole self-awareness in a jar for. Like, did you learn nothing? Apparently not. I just, I just feel like, and it's not even, okay, again, because I think, you know, having Rita here is important because then it's a way that we learn more about Dumbledore and then eventually learn the truth, or at least as much of the truth as we can, right? Like, we do learn more about what happens and learn more, like, of the nuances and she's just coming from one source and making up stuff on her own and whatever, but again, it becomes very dangerous, right? Like, in the way that she presents it again it's the rhetoric and also some of the stuff she's stretching like some of the stuff is not true it's just factually incorrect um but she's do she's just like helping the wrong side for some money that's it i mean what's that she said get a bag don't worry about what i'm doing that's what she said chase a bag but yes 
That's who she, she is. She worries about what everybody else but is doing, But that's how she though. chases her bag. Yeah. Portia says that Rita's taking advantage of Hermione being on the run. It's true. It's, yeah. But it's just like introspection. Remember that? Remember how Clarissa made that sticker? Right. Just like have some chill. Introspection. Like I did some shitty things in my life and you know what? I ended up as a bee in a jar or a beetle and I should, you know, try to not repeat those same patterns. I just, yeah. Um, so I'm going to, I'm not going to read the entire thing. Um, cause we have been on here for two hours, but, um, so proud and haughty Kendra Dumbledore could not bear to remain in mold on the wall after her, which is a, a name. Um, after her husband Percival's well-publicized arrest and imprisonment in Azkaban, um, so they moved to Godric's Hollow, which was home to a number of wizarding families, but of which were all strangers. So Kendra had an easier time, or in the family was had an easier time being well left alone. Um, slammed the door in my face when I went around to welcome her with a batch of homemade cauldron cakes. Said Batilda Backshot. Sorry, and be very very quick yeah. about it. Um, so Harry thinks that she looks like a Native American, which denotes otherness. And the first mm-hmm. words to describe Kendra are proud and haughty. Proud and haughty. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that in there. Absolutely. Right. Matilda's talking. Yeah. No. Daddy. Definitely. Matilda. I do want to also point out, right, that like uh, Muriel was talking about Matilda probably being Rita's source. And you know how like at the beginning Rita was like teasing, like I have a very important source who was close to the mini- to the Dumbledores mm-hmm. and whatever. And like this is a... um. This is an excerpt from her book. So this is promotion. So now that folks know that Batilda Bagshot, noted historian, mm-hmm. like it's just, a, it's a marketing. Content marketing. Ploy, right. This is how we got Magic mm-hmm. in North America. Never forget. No. Yikes. Um, so then um, Batilda says that she wouldn't have known there was a daughter if she hadn't been plick- picking plangentines. I don't know. Don't know what those are. By moonlight, um, the winter after they moved in and saw Kendra leading Ariana out in the back garden. Um, it seems that Kendra thought, this is from Rita, it seems Kendra thought the move to Godric's Hollow was a perfect opportunity to hide Ariana once and for all. Um, Ariana was barely seven years old, and seven is the age by which most experts agree that magic will have revealed itself. Um, no one alive, now, no one now alive remembers Ariana ever demonstrating even the slightest sign of magical ability. Um, and it seems clear, therefore, that Kendra made the decision to hide her daughter's existence rather than suffer the shame of admitting that she had produced a squib. Just wrong. Loud and wrong. Mm-hmm. Just loud and wrong. Like, so, so like, Rita is trying to paint the Dumbledores as folks who, and I think part, partly it goes from, dump, like, they, you, you learn that Dumbledore and Grindelwald had a thing. Mm-hmm. And then you also learn that uh, his father went to jail for attacking muggles. So then you're like, okay, what's with the mom doing? Oh, so they had a squib. So like, clearly they're all about like blood purity and whatever, right? So it, it because of two isolated incidents, she's been using those things to kind of color Kendra, make her more of the like influencer in that way, if that makes sense. Like her, like making her more of the spearheader for like anti-muggle and squib and anti you know what I mean non-magical folk um when that's not the case um and then um so they move away from friends and neighbors who knew Ariana which made imprisoning her all easier um 
Mm-hmm. And then the brothers deflected awkward questions with the answer her mother, their mother taught them. My sister is too frail for school. Which turns out actually is the case. So, hmm. Next week, Albus Dumbledore at Hogwarts, the prizes and the pretense. Um, so what what Harry had read had indeed made him feel worse. He wanted to go to Godric's Hollow, even if Matilda was in no fit state to talk to him. He wanted to visit the place. He and Dumbledore had both lost loved ones. Um, so he's just having... Why? What does that have to do with a horror crime? It doesn't, but I, I mean, I get it. I think it's one of those things that's really interesting but because... priority... No, absolutely. And I think it's interesting because it. he's he's... I think that... I think partially because we haven't really had that, he hasn't had that urge before. Like, obviously, it makes sense that he has the urge. And I'm sure that he's had it before, but it hasn't been explicitly stated in the text, right? All of a sudden, he's on his own, and now all he wants to do is go to Godric's Hollow when, like, you know, maybe after uh, the Hogwarts, or sorry, the World Cup, the Quidditch World Cup, he could have been like, Hey, Mr. Weasley, you mind if we stop by Godric's Hollow? Godric's Hollow. You know? Yeah. Potentially. Just for a little All of those months that he's, like, all those summers he was at the, um... The Weasleys. The Weasleys and had more freedom. Right. Um... And yeah, and that's not to say that I don't, again, I, I, I understand why he wants to go. It's just interesting that, like, now he has such a strong urge. And it could also have to do with Dumbledore's death. And, like, he said very, like, from... Like, cause he's been wanting to go to Gajakalo since Dumbledore died. Like, that was one of the first things, like, at the end of Half-Blood Prince, that was the first thing he wanted to do. He was like, I want to go to Gajakalo first, and then I want to look for Horcruxes. Um, mm-hmm. So. Um, so then there's a crack. Creature returns with Mundungus Fletcher. I want to point out for movie fo- folks, not with Dobby. But I think that they, but I think that they kind of tried to, mo- like, mesh this scene and the one where Harry sets them on a... Uh, Malfoy together just to yeah. show that they know each other and also remind us that Dobby exists before they kill him that's why I couldn't cry about his I, death in the movie how dare because you because who I is Dobby every time. who's Dobby in the movie he's the the he's one kid the one do- house self who tried about. to kill Harry like a billion times five years ago that's it he's the beautiful soul that I read about for seven mm. months That's the one place where, like, I always talk about how, like, I can separate the books and the movies. But when Dobby dies, I, all those No, I get it. I understand it. And, I, and I'm and i not saying that I don't get sad when I see Dobby die. I think it's, like, the, the moment is fraught. You know what I mean? Like, it's heavy. It hits the right notes. I just think that they don't make us, they don't make, uh, they don't earn it. No. So. They don't earn a lot of the things. It's true. Um... So then uh, there's Mundungus, uh, Hermione disarms him, um, Ron rugby tackles him, and Mundungus is like, what have I done? Set a bleeding house elf on me, what are you playing at? What have I done? Let me go, let me go. You're not in much of a position to make threats, said Harry. Um, his wand pointed at Mundungus's nose. Uh, creature apologizes for the, for the delay in bringing a faith master, and Harry's like, you've done really well, Creature. Um, and then talks, turns to Mundungus and says, We've ha- we have a few questions for you. I panicked, okay? I never wanted to come along. No offense, mate, but I never volunteered to die for you. And that was bleeding you-know-who come flying at me. Anyone would have gotten out of there. I said it all along. I didn't want it. Which is like, he just shouldn't have been... He should have been there. Nope. Nope. 
Um, and then Hermione's like, none of the rest of us disappeared. And then he's like, well, you're a bunch of bleeding heroes then, aren't you? <laughs> like, I, he's like, I he am not no, a Gryffindor. He has no remorse. That's not me. For that. Yeah. Um, and then Harry, Harry's like, we don't, we're not interested in that. We already know you were an unreliable bit of scum, which is cool. But like, then why trust him to escort you to safety? Anyway, um, it's not about the, and then. And then Mundungus is like, what about, is it about the goblets? I, I don't have them anymore, or you could have them. And he's like, it's not about those either, though you're getting warmer. And then he says, when you cleaned out this house of anything valuable, Sirius never cared about any of this junk. And then Creature comes out and smacks him over the head with a saucepan. As he should. Yep. Like a Tyler, like a Tyler Perry just... movie. He said, because I got the grits on the, on the pole. He poured the grits. On Mendungus yeah. and then hit him with the saucepan. Yeah, this is one of those things when, like, Creature is like, it's not, Sirius is not the only one that lived here. And Sirius didn't live here for 10 plus years alone. It's my shit. Bow down, bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> but he just said, I'm, you know, till you do right by me. That's not Tyler Perry, right? but Tyler Perry loves to quote the color purple, so. Um, anyways... Um, Harry's like, hold up, hold up. We need him conscious. So, you know, let's, uh, <laughs> let's chill. But, you know, I'm ready. Like, you know, I mean, like, keep, stay ready. You know, I need my Dungus to know I got the hitters, but like, let's just chill for a second. Not quite time. Um, so then he says, he, he turns to Mundungus and said, you took a bunch of stuff from the kitchen cupboard. There was a locket there. Mundungus says, is it valuable? Um, and Hermione's like, you've still got it. No, he hasn't, said Ron. He's wondering whether he could have asked more money for it. More, said Mundungus. That would that would have been effing difficult. Bleeding gave it away, didn't I? No choice. I was selling in Diagon Alley, and she come up to me and asked if I got a license for trading in magical artifacts. Um, she was going to find me, but she took a fancy to the locket and told me she'd take it and let me off that time and to thank myself lucky. Um, and Harry's like, who is this woman? I don't know, some ministry hag. And then he says, little woman, bow on top of her head. He frowns and then adds, looked like a toad. Bum, bum, bum. Um, and then Harry drops his wand and then ignites his eye, uh, Dungus' eyebrows accidentally. Hermione sets him out, but Harry is looking at Ron and Hermione and they're like, oh shit, we got rid of Remus and we can't have the Saquad, but we get Umbridge instead. This is just some bullshit. I hate it. Nope. I want the Saquad. You want the Saquad? I do. Who is your MVP? Creature. Creature? Because he, you know, he was out here. He he, he, he did what he needed to do. He's avenging his, his, uh, his homie Regulus. He is, like, he's just efficient, you know? And I just appreciate him. And I didn't make him MVP last week. So nice. What about you? Um, I had a really hard time with this one. Um, cause kind of want to MVP, Remus, but like I couldn't, but I kind of wanted to, but I couldn't. <laughs> and then I wanted to MVP Harry, but I couldn't, but I kind of wanted to, but I couldn't. Yeah. So Hermione's my MVP. Word. Because you know when all of fells. Hermione did something, right? You know? 
Like, it's just a good bet. Um, so Ariana makes Harry her MVP because sometimes you have to be the bad guy when you are on a mission. Um, Amani makes Creature his MVP for getting justice on trash stealing family heirloom on trash stealing family heirlooms. Dahlia MVPs Remus John Lupin for showing up ready to support the chosen one, doing what he needs to do. Yeah, he's working through some things, but as a griff, this is how they work through things. And Portia MVP, MVP's future for carrying out the mission in a, a way even Mundungus couldn't squirm out of. And Maggie finally, our MVPs Ron for speaking truth to Harry and stopping him from going in on Hermione for no reason. Only but, he can bicker with her, apparently. Ron would have yeah, been Yeah, Ron's good, a good one. Ron's a good one. He doesn't get MVP'd enough, but like half the time it's his fault. Um, Okay. Binged. I binged Remus for not knowing how to use a condom. We could have had a supplot if he just wrapped it up. What is that uh, saying? There's like a rhyme. Something wrap it up. Oh, I was gonna uh, say wrap it up then. No, that's not. <laughs> they teach you like in sex ed, which is like if they have to teach you with a rhyme. Yeah, I just feel like that. doing um, sex. Doing sex. I just okay. yeah. I just felt like you know, it's getting late. You don't have to be celibate. Just um, like just I, it. it's easy. Yeah, I bench um, Severus <sighs> okay. Snape because if not for Severus. Harry would have grown up with his parents and then would have let Remus come on the mission because he would have been like, oh, sometimes parents have to go to work and um, this is Remus's job and that's fine. And we could have gotten sequad, but also if he would have grown up with his parents, there wouldn't have been a Voldemort and then we wouldn't have had these books. And also, I don't like him. Ariana benched Remus for Loki being a fuck that baby and fuck that woman who fell in love with me. But like, sure. Are we sure she fell in love with him? I don't know. That as well. And also, I mean, um, yes. Are we for the, are we sure that she fell in love with her? No, Um, I'm just not convinced, but like, you know, it's her bench. She benches who she wants. It, it really has nothing to do. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I also bench Remus, so I can't really say nothing. Right. Amani benches Harry for ruining the squad. Um. <laughs> oh, all we wanted. Um. Delia benches Severus Snape for pushing Sirius back in book five, ultimately resulting in his recklessness, getting him killed. Thus leading to Remus being in this loveless baby mama situation. Consequences even in this book. Oh, that's another reason. Just like, come on. Severus. Although, we're like, not gonna... Although I do actually... Stop killing all of Remus's friends. I mean, I'm a, I, I'm letting Delia cook, obviously. But like, if Snape didn't kill Sirius, that wasn't Snape's fault. He did what he could. That was, that, like, that uh, was the last, like... It was Harry's fault. That we could have benched Harry for getting for making serious. It's a lot. I'm still. I mean, I I am here for the Snape benching. Go all reckless. Um. Who else? 
Uh, Portia benches Harry for talking with Big Griff energy towards his last direct tie to his father and the mm-hmm. one adult he should trust most and utilize best in this moment. Word. Whew. Word. Um, Maggie benches Remus for not getting his life together before getting ready to throw it away. At least tell Tonks you're not that into her and her baby before letting a 17-year-old yell at you for it. I love that we have all just decided it is. It is not. It is. He, she's a rebound the for serious, and then so what? She's not because they're dead. So in the middle of this, middle Teddy of what? Meet. Right. I just can't. Right. I want this quad, and I want him to not have to be in this relationship that is forced and makes no sense, and is really just compulsor- yeah. compulsorily heterosexual. I don't know if compulsarily is a word. I don't think it is, but compulsively heterosexual. That's the that's what I was looking for. That makes more sense. Yes. That's because they, they didn't he didn't he didn't never mind. He didn't need it. It wasn't necessary to the plot. Like mm-hmm. and I'm not even saying right, that I'm not, yeah, and I'm not even saying this because I want this quad. Like this is a separate Especially but also connected adults. thing. Like it's it's not like it was not necessary. And then we'll get into his death and how that was even more unnecessary. Unless you just want to go off of the resurrection, like the forest again, which I love that scene. And that's great. But like, if that's the only reason you're killing Remus, then I keep it. Bring Remus with, he's part of the Saquad. Bring him into the forbidden forest. Right. And then he could be like with the, with the ghost and be like, yeah, for sure. And then bye deuces. See ya. I'm going to go live, you know? Yeah, so I just, I'll see you on the I other side. I just feel like, yeah, I love you. Son. And then we don't ca- I don't care. Don't like that's my thing. I'm just like and I'm mad her. that I don't, I don't her. I'm like not mad. I'm just like irritated that I don't <laughs> I care. Don't because her. I could care. And it could have a, a a I think I talked about this in um Yeah. And like the emotional resonance of like of them getting together finally and finding out that they're in love and having this baby and then she has to raise it alone and like Remus's memory and then maybe Teddy is part werewolf or werewolf. I don't think he's part werewolf. But like and then that's like another bird and then he gets i don't there's like a lot of different there but if you're just gonna ways. introduce her book five all of a sudden they love each other and were have and all this angst dead. now they're married and now they're dead and so then now there's a kid okay but um sorry to say it sorry not sorry could have done the same thing with bill and floor and it would have been set up better and it would have hit the same emotional notes and Ooh. we wouldn't have to lose fred either so bye everyone sit on that one for the next couple months before i bring it up again later also, have a great week and shout also, out to black wizard history month oh i didn't say thank you for listening and all that stuff but anyway yeah. i'm just saying thank you for listening um if this wasn't long enough with enough feels you can go to at concert 24 <laughs> timeline we banned her that, but but also we, we can't tell we her not to tweet her, but she's still gonna tweet um yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Next week, chapter 12. This Magic this is Might. Just ended. You know? <laughs> this chapter just broke us, and we were just like, all right. I'm, I said what I said. Is is Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I stand with it. It's fine. Give us your votes. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.